FPS and back and then build another one. It's like in the moment. It's awesome. They stay on pretty good. Haven't had a single issue. Hmm. It's gobby. It's thicker. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I don't want my hunting arrows. I don't know. I don't know if I would. Yeah. If I shoot them out in the desert and stuff and they do well, I don't know. But like to just build one, weigh it, grain weigh it, and then go shoot it through the chronograph. Mm -hmm. Paper tune it. Like it's fantastic. Yeah. The only thing I've ever, ever used is AE Max Bond. That's it. Just because it stays put. (laughs) Like you can't get a vein off. Really? Yeah. I always liked the fire knock arrow vein glue. That yeah. stuff was super nice. It's like that. You put it on a shaft and you try to grab it off. You can't rip it off. Like you really can't. Yeah. Really? Like you can pull it as hard as you can and it won't come off. Like the fletch will break before it comes off. Yeah. Unless you're shooting the dial, the deal of the day dial today. Yeah. <laughs> I used the AAE too. And you did? Yeah, but you had it on a wrap. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. fletch that straight yeah. to carbon. It yeah. won't did come off. Did you put off. a primer on it first? Uh-huh. Yeah. I have the AAE primer too. It'll peel off a wrap. Yeah. Well, yeah. But on the carbon, it's like. Yeah. yeah, I was just rough up my shaft. That was the other thing. I, didn't, I, qu- I quit shooting wraps because I got so sick of uh, stripping the whole wrap to refletch the arrow versus just like three or four veins. You know, it was just easier to deal with a vein than it was a whole wrap. Yeah, but if you soaked it for long enough, couldn't you just peel the wrap off and then all the glue, all the I don't know, everything comes off, and then you just gotta rough it. You're soaking it in acetone because I don't think long-term soaking with carbon is probably good with acetone. Nope. That's a good point. Just short burst. I do short burst with acetone, but not like a full soak. I use soak. that stripper from Easton. I think it's like a like strips the oh kind of like a the fletch and the vein or yeah. the wrap and the fletch off. <laughs> Might have to invest in that. They just, look so much better with a wrap though. I quit shooting wraps like I don't know maybe six five six years ago. I just got sick of dealing with them, putting them on, buying them. They look so much cooler though. I don't know. Kind of so old school. With those the ones you posted were pretty cool. Yeah, those are sick. Is that your own camo? No, that's their Adams They're, Precision oh, gotcha. camo. They have their like that Adams Precision archery. Mm-hmm. So I originally found them. So I've been. I was looking for a bunch of like just different arrow wraps, custom arrow wraps, and everything. I was telling Brady. So my wife's half native, so I was looking for like a native design, and I was mm-hmm. going to put. Uh, two teal and a white fletch on her because I'm getting her the new lift as well. And I was just going to surprise her with like this bow setup because she wants to get back into it big time this year. So I was looking for custom arrow wraps and found a couple and then all of a sudden came across Adam's Precision. And it's way more than a wrap company. They have a graphics design. Like they can do all kinds of custom wraps and all, all the designs you could even think of. Are you going to surprise her with that for Christmas? I, I told her about it. I, I, I did I surprise. did that one time. It was wildly unpopular. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. my, I, I broke the surprise. My wife was pumped. Yeah, I still remember it vividly. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh. That's, <laughs> what was it? A, a bow? <laughs> yeah, bow. Yeah, bow, arrows, the whole nine. Yeah. because oh, I was going to do that this year, too. This has probably been, yeah, I mean, this is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying, my yeah. wife did not enjoy it. Well, she's it's been probably wife, t- twenty years ago. Probably she took she couldn't hunt elk this year because she was so mm-hmm. pregnant by that time, and we couldn't go to elevation. All that shit that comes with pregnancy, and uh, so she didn't hunt this year. So she's been nonstop talking about like I want to get really good at archery elk hunting. Like that's all she kept talking about because it's so fun to do with our kids too. And uh, so I getting her the new lift, and I was going to build her these arrows and all this stuff. I broke the surprise. I couldn't hold it, and she was pumped. Yeah. <laughs> pumped. Yeah, I had mine, like, all d- custom veins, the whole wraps, the whole nine. Custom strings, even. Yeah, I put new <laughs> custom strings on it. It was nice color. The whole thing was all kitted out. And then, 
like the big, I had it hidden, you know, the whole reveal. I think I did. Were I, you excited about it too? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's, this, this has been probably 20 years ago. Shot I, to I, the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I did the whole, you know, like the fishing line where you like run it through the tree and it's a whole thing, you know, and it, it was so anticlimactic. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a humongous like, bust. Oh, it was like, uh, I think I put way, I, I bet I put just in tuning that bow and setting it up. I bet I put 10 times the arrows that she ever did through it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember. I can't remember her ever really shooting. I'm sure she did, but you still have the bow to this day. No, I sold it. I don't even think it made it a year. Cause I was just like, this is just an anchor. It's just sitting around. Just I might as, well, might as well dump it. Yeah. Might as well sell it and then buy myself. And That's probably it. what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not allegedly that might've happened. What was the decision maker of like, that was going to be the Christmas present? <laughs> Stupidity. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I was, I was just thinking, Oh, this would be like something that, you know, I, I like to do. I do it every day. So maybe she'd yeah. get into it, but it, it, range time dates. I mean, it was a massive fail. It was it was an epic fail. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, since then I just quit buying Christmas presents altogether. Hey, there is <laughs> great excuse for that. Yeah, yeah. Never, I don't buy you any Christmas presents because remember that year? Yeah, like, all that work. It was a like real it? bummer. Yeah. yeah, she bought me a bow one year. There's another bow story for Christmas that's coming up, but she. Uh, it was the year that the Matthews LX came out, and she bought me a bow, and. Uh, Christmas came around and <laughs> I, I was like, oh, it's a bow because you could, you know, wrapped, you, you know, what a bow case, you know, the yeah. box and everything. And uh, I pulled it out and it was like a two year old model. And I was, oh, I was like, no. oh, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you, you, you bought me a Q2. And she was like, yeah, isn't the one you wanted? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> Did you shoot it? Huh? No, we returned it. Returned it. I returned it, yeah, one. and then I got the other one, but I had to wait quite a while. And then this, <laughs> the same, I did get the LX finally. And I was way, I was stoked about it, just jacked, you know. And uh, I was going to Utah State at the time when we lived in a basement apartment. And my neighbor that lived upstairs, he also bow hunted. He kind of got me into bow hunting again. And uh, <laughs> I was in the basement. I was cooking dinner. He comes downstairs, knocks on the door. And my wife, my wife lets him in. He comes in. He's all excited to see the LX, right? So he comes in, I'm cooking dinner in the kitchen. I'd never pulled this bow back and I hear whack. Yeah. Dry fired fired it. Yeah. In my living room. I'd never even had that bow pulled back. Not one time ever. I drove to uh, Payson Archery the very next morning and we pulled the whole thing apart and checked the limbs and everything. Everything seemed okay, you know, and I shot it and it was, it was fine, but it like tainted it for me. Yeah. Just to know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just to know it had been dry fired. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, salvage model. Mm. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's just not. <laughs> yeah, salvage same. title on that bow. Yeah, bum me out. Same bow. What a, oh. what a Christmas. <laughs> what a Christmas. <laughs> Forget that Christmas. Uh. Yeah, let's hope this one's better. Let's hope. <laughs> anyway, yeah, good times. Yeah, Those are some good bow stories right there. Hopefully they are good. I probably got more of them if I thought about it. I remember one other time I took my dad to a bow shop. He hadn't shot a compound in ages, and he he pulled one off the rack and dry fired it. Oh, <laughs> in the bow so, shop? Yeah, the grip it was like back when they had wood grips on all the Matthews bows, yeah. and I remember the, the grip split right down the middle. <laughs> just, just split right in half the wood. Holy shit. Yeah. I, got a, I got a story about young Omar that I was laughing my absolute ass off on the range. We were out shooting in the desert because him and I would meet up in the mornings going into my stone hunt the elk hunt first we would shoot together and then into my stone hunt we were shooting he met me out in the desert he uh you know those releases sometimes will get a little gummed up and they won't quite 
mm-hmm. fire bite fully. Oh, like they'll actually be more oh, like, like the hook set. won't lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he came out. I'm like, you didn't bring your bow? No. And he was like, kind of shook up a little bit. I go, what? Why'd you come out here then? So I don't want to leave you hanging. You know, if you're going yeah. into your hunt, like I wanted to, like yeah, but you're just gonna stare at me while I shoot. Why didn't you bring your bow? And I'm kind of prying and prying. He goes. I was at the bow shop and I drew back and a scent went into the ceiling and I guess there was a shoot going on to like there was people oh, everywhere. I've, I've done this. I know he exactly. I've back. done this exact same thing. <laughs> he pulled back in his, in his release, come to find out, like he gave it to the pro shop that took it apart to clean it and it was all gummed up from the hunts and all the stuff yeah. we had been on and it didn't fully grab to hold and halfway through his draw cycle, he's pointed up in the air and lets one rip and it Dang. into the ceiling like stuck into the ceiling <laughs> i go like throwing a pencil in the ceiling and it just yeah. sticks it goes oh yeah stuck right there 20 <laughs> people around yeah i was shooting leagues one time in logan on the line everybody's shooting and halfway back right at the peak apex of the draw my uh the jaws was back while I was shooting an yeah. index finger and punched myself right in the mouth <laughs> it, it, it gave up split my lip sent one right into the roof in front of everybody in front of everybody yeah the whole line <laughs> That's yeah. one of those embarrassing moments where you like you probably uh, want to never go back to those pro shops again. Yeah. Omar I, was shook up. He didn't even bring his bow out the next day to shoot with me. He just watched me, like he was yeah. still so shook up he couldn't shoot it. Hey man, that makes you gun shy. To, not no pun, but it makes you gun shy. Yeah. You're like ah, you feel a little agitated about. How'd it. you shoot the the rest of that league night? That's oh, I, I don't think I did. I think I gave because <laughs> my release my release had given up the ghost. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was opened up. Yeah, I did that <laughs> one time. I was just like really focusing on my shooting. I was shooting a Matthews. Uh, oh, what was it? it was an XL model? It was a thirty-seven inch model. It was like when they had the really thin risers. I don't know if you remember that super thin limbs. I can't remember the name of that bow, but yeah, really focusing one night. Drew back, whack, you know, and I was like, what the hell? And derailed it, and I just not loaded an arrow. And, and just not loaded in there. Just not loaded in there. I thought, yeah, I thought I'd shot. I just thought I was like, I don't know. That was really weird. And then I said, it took me a long time. I had to walk down to the target, count the number of arrows I shot, count the number of arrows in my quiver, and I'm like, I didn't shoot an arrow. Like I, I didn't. I hadn't loaded an arrow. Dude, and that's focus. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I, I was in the zone. Yeah, just did not load an arrow. So probably one of your best Holy shot executions you ever made. You're I've, I've never done that since. It's like one of the first things I check. Look down to make sure I've got an arrow loaded. But I, it happens to people. That's I think. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Right, right, it, yeah. right, right. It happens. You, you guys have done I, it, right? I can't say I've done it. But, you know. You've not loaded an arrow and <laughs> dry fired your bow. Knock on wood. Yeah, right. Dude, in that bow, it like torqued the riser. It was, it was toasted it. Yeah, because those were super thin riser, thin limbs. Like they were going for light and long. So, so since we're throwing our own selves under the bus, I'll I'll throw one for you guys too. Yeah. So. Not not archery, but a rifle. So loading my ammo, you know. Night before, I'm gonna go to the range and go shoot. Getting ready because I want to do like a three round, you know, just shoot through the chronograph and get some data and stuff like that. I shoot one, goes off perfectly. I'm getting ready to shoot my second one. Put the round in, go to pull the trigger, nothing happens. And I'm like, oh gosh, what's going on here? Is like a firing pin, bad primer. So I grab it instantly. I'm always, even though I don't have to be worried, but I'm like, this thing is just going to go off on me at any second. So I grab it and like, whoo, carefully, like put this one off to the side, go and shoot another one, click, same thing. So I'm like, what's going on? I grabbed another random round and that one actually fired. So I went home. I'm just like, what's, what's going on with these rounds? I even like called my dad. I was like, this is so weird. Like, what's going on? I'm like, I have a bullet puller. So I'm like, I'm going to pull this thing off and see what's going on. Pulled the bullet off. No both powder. Of those. No powder. <laughs> <laughs> no powder. <laughs> 
How did that, you, that, how that, did I'm you so do that? I'm so dialed in everything. And every time I do it, I look in every <laughs> single case to like make sure there's powder, make, make sure everything's like set up. Like I do things very dialed. I've, I, I've, that's why I'm asking I've how step, this happened to you. I have steps written down that I always reference, even though I know how to do it all the time. And somehow, I don't know what I was doing, jamming out some music maybe or something like that in my man cave. And yeah, just two of them didn't have any powder. So that made me nervous so too. It does, like, it does happen. How many of these don't have powder? Yeah, so then I was like, what about these other ones? So I'm like, okay, these are not hunting ones at all. These are definitely just, I'll have to shoot all these, this to group yeah. to practice now. But yeah. Or two, two in a row. What if you'd have been on a big muley? Oh. I know, right? And just click. Oh. So since then, now I like, it's like a triple check. Like yeah. make sure it's got powder. Do you weigh the entire thing? Like at the end of it, Not the final have now. you ever done that? Um, I mean, like no, every I'll, round that you I'll, load, I'll weigh, weigh the whole thing. Bullets and I'll weigh sort of brass, but I don't weigh it at the end. But that would be the easy way to cross check everything in a sense. Yeah. That'd I be your quadruple step. check. Quadruple yeah. check. Yeah. So I'm just that's, running, that's my running run around Brady's head rent free right now. He's, yeah. he's, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, oh shit, now I got to do Get that. Another two list on the Another step. Another step. Jeez. I mean, Ethan's probably got something now. Like we're all we're all throwing each other. Yeah. Ethan's here. He's our guest today. Yeah. Ethan. Ethan. What's your last name? Klein. 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 UNLV swimmer, D1 athlete, swammer, swammer, swammer. You were a swimmer. Yeah. What? What? Uh, Bro, speedo, shaved legs, the whole deal. Uh, I was a distance swimmer. Okay. So mile, five hundred, four hundred IM. How long does it take to swim a mile? I was my best time was fifteen, <laughs> just under fifteen thirty. There's people who can't run a mile that fast. Damn. Yeah. I was just. I was just, we have my nephew was stayed with us and he swims oh, for, yeah. yeah, Crimson Cliffs in St. George. Uh, shout out Porter. Anyway, he, uh, <laughs> I was asking him about the different events and he was telling me like how the distances and how long it would take and whatnot. And I was thinking about it. I don't think I have been in a, pu- in a pool. Like, I don't remember the last time I was in a pool. I don't think I could swim down and back. <laughs> do I, really, I really don't. No, no, I don't think I could you can do it. No. What, what strokes? Just freestyle. Well, Free, 400 freestyle. IM was is every stroke. 100, oh. 100 of each stroke. Okay. Yeah. So, so in freestyle, can you use doggy paddle if you want? It's, it's not going to be very fast. It's not going to be fast, but it could be. Did you ever get you tired and just and tread water yeah. for a minute? You're like, wait. I've seen someone do it. Really? Oh, yeah. Take a quick little yeah. break. Wow. Like tuner fly. Mm-hmm. That one That one gets people. Like the third or fourth, fifth. Oh, I can You imagine. see people start. Shoot, we were at conference one year. We had a buddy of mine. Um, he went out just super hot in the first 100, and he was like winning. We're like. Holy shit, Joe! Like you're gonna do it, man. You did it, <laughs> and he, uh, he just threw Joe under the bus. He threw out a name, <laughs> yeah, Joe Starkweather. <laughs> no, he's a good buddy of mine. Uh, grew up in Phoenix together. But anyway, um, you see like the video of him doing it, and you're like, oh my gosh, there he goes, and he's getting passed and passed, and then it's the fourth fifty, and you're like, he can barely get his arms out of the water. <laughs> Red so line way too soon. Wow. But yeah, you see people all the time like ah, I'm doing a mile today. They get halfway through, it's a bad race. They'll just get out and. It's do you not still the best swim? thing to do. Every now and then. I you swam ever, a bunch this year, like with the wife being pregnant. Gotcha. Because she that's all like she could do mm-hmm. when she got super pregnant. So <laughs> we swam a few times a week, but that's about it. Do you want to do like triathlons or anything like that? I did. Yeah. Oh, you had, He's yeah, an okay. Iron Man. <clears throat> yeah. The full 140. You did? Yeah. When? Yeah. Uh what what one? 2021. I did Arizona. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah he's an Iron Man. Yeah. I got into that after I was done swimming in college. Because gotcha. I was like, I want to still compete doing something mm-hmm. and uh your time was pretty good too for your first iron man what yeah. was it 12 i was 10 30 10 yeah. shit i undercut you yeah i was like one spot away from qualifying for kona so i had to be mm-hmm. like endurance athlete what? here yeah 15 minutes faster i would have gone so i didn't know you were so tough yeah try to be that's pretty cool yeah 
Yeah, yeah the reason we had you on is your swimming ability. No, I assume not. <laughs> it's not really applicable to hunting. You need to tell a story of throwing yourself under the bus here, too. I don't know if I have one applicable to hunting. No. Did you did you jump in the pool without like swim trunks on once on your, one of your meets? Like oh, actually, <laughs> <laughs> your speedo on backwards. Well, no, you just but if you don't <laughs> if you don't tie your suit tight enough, comes off. You dive in, and, you know, oh. goes around the ankles a little bit. Yeah, you had one of those. Happen? I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. On like a meet or just like no? Practice? I think it was a practice. Legend. Like, you know, it's five a.m. and yeah, you're yeah. a little tired. It wasn't at a meet. No. If it was at a no. meet, would you just swam it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a race. Buck like, naked? Yeah, probably. Will they disqualify you? Uh, Has to be an advantage, right? Maybe it's, di- maybe it's a know. disadvantage. Maybe. Maybe, got, maybe it is a disadvantage. You got more drag. Yeah, you would you have more drag? Some people might to the max. Some people <laughs> may <laughs> have more drag. <laughs> Some people may have more than others. Yeah. 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 More drag. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Never thought new, you'd go there, huh? This is a whole new world. <laughs> whole new world. Whole new Look what I've learned. How long have you worked here? Uh, two and a half years. Okay. With a couple intermittent breaks with the mm-hmm. whole army thing. So, gotcha. What's yeah. your your official job title here? Buyer and gear expert. Buyer for specifically for what? So I do optics, um, knives and cutlery, all our nutrition stuff, and then doing more upland. And then I'm trying to grow the muzzleloader category too right now. So. He's definitely the guy for nutrition, being an endurance athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we actually do pay attention to like who does what here. A little bit. <laughs> No, my undergrad was kinesiology. You have a master's degree? I do. In what? Higher education. Focused on like college athletics. So being a college athlete, when they're done, they're like, do you have a job? I was like, no. Like, do you want to get paid to go to school? I was like, yeah, again, Mm -hmm. you know, it'd be cool. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. sure. Yeah. So I'd stayed on and as a grad assistant in the athletic department and uh, thought that was the route I wanted to do and work in the NCAA. So I did masters of higher education focused on college athletics and COVID hit and wasn't really liking where the NCAA was going. So I can't stand the NCAA. Yeah. That's kind of how I ended up here. Cause I finished that and hmm. go hunt was hiring. What's your opinion like, on athletes that. getting paid? NCAA athletes. All I think, athletes. I think, All about it. I'm about it. I too. think it's great for the athletes that get sh- FaceTime, mm-hmm. right? So football, basketball, those are the guys that make the money. I'm swimmers. When you're a swimmer, <laughs> You know, like so no one really wants to the pay big a swimmer, bikes. right? Like, I yeah. mean, it opens Michael the Phelps door. College. Yeah, for sure. But there's thousands of college athletes. How many of them are actually making any money? It's, but it's this, it's life. Yeah, well, I mean, for it's, sure. It's just, it opens the life, door life. for them to then go, hey, I like this supplement. Yeah. Let me right make now, a little bit of money. Right. So it. now yeah. they can make a little bit of money. They're not yeah. making the, you know, Finley Toyota deals that some people are doing, yeah. but like, they can make a little bit of extra money, which is great. Yeah. So that's the thing with, with athletics, it's entertainment, right? Yeah. So you get paid in entertainment with how popular you are or how mm-hmm. good you are, right? Whatever, however you want to call it. Some people are more popular than they are good, but yeah. either way, like if you have the eyeballs, you're going to get paid. Oh, for sure. That an athlete is an entertainer. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it works. So I think it's just an early opportunity for these, for kids to understand like, okay, this is how it works. Mm-hmm. If I'm not entertaining and I'm not, well, probably not going to make money here, but if I am, yeah. How like can years. we make swimming more exciting? Should we put sharks in the pool? Yeah, I don't know if you can. It's pretty it's put, pretty boring. Put, put some crocodiles in there. You could ask my parents how many times they sat through me swimming a bad mile. I think trails like, on to something. You know? <laughs> I, yeah. I'm I'm just trying to figure out how to get you guys paid. Dude. <laughs> Crocs in the know. pool, I'd watch that. Uh, don't you Dude, think? in the open ocean? 
Yeah. Open water swimming? Open water swim. Yeah. That's a big event too. And they Do you have any goals for swimming? You ever thought about that? Like you have people swimming in the English Channel? And oh, yeah. Yeah. People do like the, the Cuba to Florida. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Bro, so many sharks there. Are you yeah. kidding me? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I don't want to do that one. No. I would do the Alcatraz one though. Here you go. Where the Al- Great Whites live? No, it's, I guess the problem with that one is the seals and the sea lions or whatever is in there because they like, you realize what eats seals and seal, seal yeah, lions, right? Yeah, but like Ethan there's does. more seals, <laughs> more seals and sea lions than sharks in that area. But like when you're swimming out there, they think you're like just something to play with. And so they'll drag you under the water and like trying to play with you. And you're like, I can't breathe here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, belong here. Yeah. I'm new every day. Yeah. But hmm. the uh, big one is I think the English Channel mm-hmm. over in Europe. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. So yeah, still sharks, but less sharks, less sharks. Yeah. yeah. More English people. <laughs> <laughs> real, uh, real downfall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You know England real well. Yeah. I lived there. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I was there for two years. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a Mormon mission. You wouldn't know it, but I did. <laughs> Spent his mission skating. Essentially. Oh, really? Yeah. It's tough. If you want to go on a Mormon mission, England's not, oh. the, not the jam. It's mm. pretty tough. Good people, but it's just, just hard to spread the good word. Yeah. I went to England. I, did the whole backpack Europe thing. Oh, you did? Yeah. After my, my God, undergrad. look how interesting you are. I know. I don't know. I didn't know I was going to get all this bonus yeah. content. My, uh, my parents are like, instead of like a cool grad gift, they're like, here's you know, X amount of dollars, like plan your backpacking trip wherever you want to go. Like go see the world a little bit, which is super grateful for. Yeah. But well, you went to that's what your parents free, gave so. you for graduation. Yeah. 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 Would you yeah. recommend it? hundred percent. I went like six weeks and I went like 10 different countries. Did you go by yourself? I was by myself for the first two weeks, and then my wife met me over there. Well, oh, you're, now you're, wife. you were dating. Yeah, we got engaged over there actually. Oh, nice. that's cool. Time that perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it worked out. Dang, so. man of many talents. I know. That was after college, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. that was between my undergrad and masters. Yeah, I saw oh. Frontier Airlines, which is everybody's favorite airline, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I saw they were offering like some deal. I don't know if it's like bs or not but they're offering like a 499 unlimited annual pass essentially to certain destinations though right i think you have to only go to certain spots i don't know i'd have to look into it to see but i considered i thought that might be that because they can't sell out a full plane maybe i don't know i think they fly internationally too they fly internationally it's only on certain days though it's like on tuesdays you go to lithuania just go (laughs) in and come back (laughs) um wow Hmm. Did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know either. I, I, I kicked around the idea. I thought, oh, maybe that'd be a good graduation. Maybe gift. I should see if they go to Azerbaijan. Welcome to Frontier Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> Pack uh, light. Welcome to life. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. life. Have at it. Live yeah. the hostel experience again. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that again, though. Do you have any good hostel stories? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that in the voice. <laughs> yeah. I could feel it. That was we before were, your uh, wife met up with you? We were in Rome. No, this is no. <laughs> No, this is, I had some great hostels like in Iceland and Norway and like was loving it. And when my wife met up with me and um, we went to Rome and it was like during the middle of a heat wave, which sucked because they don't have AC over there. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got to this hostel. I've been talking up hostels for like weeks now. Like they're great. You meet interesting people. Like it's so much fun. We get to this hostel in Rome and it's right by the train station, which we needed because we were going to go to another city and stuff. But she, uh, or there's this, this feller that was in a room and older gentleman, like much older gentleman, um, shirtless, just pretty much butt naked, pantless, hanging out. It's Europe, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, but like the smell and the mm-hmm. it, it, sharing this room with this few people were, it was interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. But it was, no. it was a rough one. And then after that, she was like, I can't believe you told me on these hostels. I was like, no, they're all good except for <laughs> that one. So. so you spent six weeks over there? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good deal, but that's not yeah. why, again, not why we no, had you on, no. but all this yeah. bonus is pretty yeah. incredible. Uh, the reason I wanted to have you on is because you drew a sheep tag yeah. this year, and do we want to name the state? Do we name the states for sheep tags? you got to name it. Yeah. It's a sheep. I was got to defer to Brady. I feel like there's not a lot of sheep Brady's the, sheep hunting. Yeah. Brady's the police when it comes uh, to what I can say as far as where you are. <laughs> 99% of the time I say no, but I'll leave it up to you guys on this judgment. He will say later on his home state. So he's going to talk about it's a Arizona. Bit. And there's, you know, there's <laughs> Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's yeah. go. We'll it's go. Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. So everything yeah. I stand for is broke. <laughs> My cheap. one rule. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to pick your brain. I don't know that I'll ever hunt desert sheep. Uh, you probably might. Do you have point? You have points places. Oh, yeah, I have yeah. a pile of points. And here in Nevada, there's, yeah. a, there's a good chance that you will. You might even as well, yeah. being a resident. I don't know that I'll ever hunt desert sheep. But I drew a desert sheep in New Mexico. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. So you've already been there. You've mm-hmm. done it. Brady. Just wait my turn. Negative. Mm-hmm. Negative. So I'll probably never draw a sheep tag, I'm thinking, just based on statistics. So mm-hmm. I thought it would be interesting to just kind of pick your brain, find out what it's like to hunt sheep, desert sheep, and kind of lean on to both of you. Just, Mine was a long time ago. Yeah. Mine was recently, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, it was tough. Yeah. Like, Let's go back to like, like draw oh, the dude. tag. Yeah. So... Drew the tag in June, and I was actually in Georgia for some army training. And uh, I, well, so I guess you got to back up to my. Did you apply as a resident? Are you a resident of Arizona? Could you have a lifetime license? Yeah, so I got the lifetime license before I became a resident here. Gotcha. Uh, So what that does is put me in the resident pool for Mm -hmm. everything, but I still do all the non-resident tag fees and Mm -hmm. all that. So, but but you have the ability to apply as a resident, which is a nice little perk of Arizona. Yeah, highly recommended if. Anyone's moving from Impossible. Arizona or so move to or Arizona. Move to Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. But yeah. So I put in, um, how did you decide what to apply for as far as units? Yeah. I, uh, use our tool, of course. Shameless and, plug. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, sorted it based on draw percentage. Um, so even in Arizona being a non-resident, it has to have a certain number of tags for them to allocate a non-resident tag. So I think it's more than two. So it's either the three or four, tag units um so you look at that on the regs and then i sorted it based on draws and i was just shooting in the wind you know i was like one through five five choices five best draws mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much all i did so okay. you wanted to try to find one that a random tag offered to you because yeah because you didn't draw a max point pool right no. yeah no yeah because i i th- will share that i had six points <laughs> so, <laughs> so. crazy uh, yeah yeah. Dude, so, what, what what were your odds? I'm walking out of here. One, <laughs> one point I protest. Six. One point what? One point six percent. Because you're a resident. Because yeah. of the resident yeah. pool. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Always uh, a chance, right? One point six percent on a sheep tag. Yeah. That's but it was one point six all the way down my top five. Yeah. So it was like Yeah. Gotcha. It's, you can't get much more lucky than that in hunting, I think. So do you remember getting your results? Yeah. Where were we at? I was sitting on a bus. This is like one of those moments, you know, yeah. like when JFK yeah. died or like everybody, you know, it's like oh, one yeah. of those moments that everybody can so I was, uh, <laughs> they remember where they were at. Oh, yeah. when, I just, when this uh, I was doing army training and I'd spent the last five days in the field 
Um, so no phone or anything like that. And I'm sitting on the bus back to the main post and, um, I hadn't had my phone in a week and I was, you know, checking everything. I saw that credit cards were getting hit for deer and elk and everything or not elk, but deer and, uh, sheep and everything. And it's like, you know, I'll just check my credit card statement. What the hell? And uh, I got on there and I was like, oh, there's an Arizona game and fish charge for an amount that is more than a deer tag. <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty easy to figure out. Ouch. I was like, yeah, price tag kind of sting a little bit. I, no, I, just, I drew a sheep tag. <laughs> it's pretty easy to like, yeah. fade that that shock. Yeah, yeah. Mexico's even more expensive. I think that would yeah. come in waves for me. I'd first be really excited, and then I would be like, "Ouch!" Yeah, <laughs> no, it sucked for sure. But yeah, I had a sheep tag. Sure. And it was like the only tag I put in for this year. But you don't know what unit you drew, right? Mm-mm. At that time, no, because then you got to wait a couple weeks for them to post the draw results. Yeah, so that's I was a, like, real, a real bummer. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going to be hunting sheep so at some point. Explain right there. You just touched on that was the only thing you applied for. Explain why that was the only thing you applied yeah. for. So my wife was pregnant, um, found out in March that we'd have a baby in November. And uh, so I was like, I'm gone for five months of this year doing Army stuff. And I'm going to miss like, the you know, 50% of her being pregnant. So I was like, be the good guy, right? Don't yeah. put in it for any hunts you know, except for one. So I did bonus points for literally everything in every state except for sheep because I was like, there's no way I'm drawing this tag, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, yeah, I'll just throw my name in the pool or whatever. Drew the tag. Drew the tag. <laughs> Which is a <laughs> phenomenal strategy. Like yeah. even if you don't think you have time to hunt, you should probably still apply for sheep. Yeah, yeah. Like you That's, never know. Why not, right? Because even if you think you can just do points for everything, you're like, oh, I'll just build my points for sheep. Like I'm not going to draw five points, six points. Like mm-hmm. you get a bonus point if you don't draw to just put in and see what happens right so i mean all i'm hearing is that your wife was pregnant and your wife was pregnant and you both went sheep hunting this year brady i think i know what you need to do trail (laughs) i'm done (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to hunt sheep that bad (laughs) it's a good luck charm so you're saying i need to get find a girlfriend baby girl Uh get married really quick baby girl and get a yeah baby going guaranteed sheep tag guaranteed sheep tag do in november though so you got to you know, Valentine's Day. How really does this factor time. into Go Hunt's draws? Do we have like a separate little uh, category uh, for uh, that? Algor- algorithm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brand new this year. Brand new. <laughs> Big new feature. Right. Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. If your wife's pregnant, you have a way better Just chance a check of drawing tags. Yeah. Oh, checkbox. I mean, it's wife's 100% pregnant? right here. So, yeah. 100% yeah. draws. How does your wife take the news? Uh, she was a little on the fence at first because I told her I wasn't going to hunt this year. She wasn't as excited. And, well, and yeah. your baby was due November. He was due Third? November 8th. 8th? He ended up coming November started. 1st. I know, but your, yeah. your baby he was, was due, due the 8th, and then the hunt opened on the 17th. So it was tight. If you had gone late or anything like that, But even like having that, a kid, been. and then your kid's only a couple weeks old? Yeah. Potentially? Yeah. Like, yeah. you didn't know at the time, like, no. what was going to do, but... Or, yeah. How, did, exactly. how did you break it to her? When did you break it to her? Oh, I called her that day. Straight away? Yeah. yeah. Was, she, was she your first call? She's my second call. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what you call first? I called my dad. Yeah, yeah, because that's his dream hunt. Yeah. So, and luckily he was on the hunt with me. Oh, but, that's so badass. Yeah, I called him first. I was like, "Hey, you're never gonna guess." But uh, is he ever drawn into sheep tag? No, no. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy how this shit works. Yeah. It's wild. You talk to people like I think I was talking to Cody Nelson, and he was like, "I've got like 28 points or something like that." And, like he's almost almost there at the max point pool. But I was like, yeah, man, drew sheep tag. Yeah. But yeah. your wife pregnant. That's yeah. it, Cody, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now's your time. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. but yeah, I called uh, called my dad first. 
was like, hey, did you draw a Jew tag? Did you check your credit card? He's like, no, I didn't. I was like, cool, I drew a sheep tag. And he thought I was messing with him because he's like, there's no way. So for like probably a week, he thought I was messing with him. But then it got real. Then it got real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember when you posted it in Slack. I remember thinking, no way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't believe it either. Yeah, me either. I totally thought you were lying. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, that Ethan, he's a straight liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this just proves it. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so when you told her, were you like soft, soft entries? I like, went with yeah. like, hey, I know I said I wasn't going to hunt this year. Oh, man. Um, but, but I have a once in a lifetime opportunity. Oh, boy. If you're interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're interested. <laughs> so you tried to do it She's like got, you get your opinion She's on got it. No yeah. out. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're interested, if you're not, I'll turn it back. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. So and I told her I was like, "There's no way I'm turning this back in," and and she was like, "All right." Pretty much. You, she was pretty much. You've cool never used the once in a lifetime line before. That was the first one. Well, I mean, I when got we got married. So I mean, I've used you know, it many times. I've got yeah. when, when it wasn't once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah I've got so. I've overused that. Yeah, I mean, how I know that for a fact is been I've been with my wife since 2017. And so between 2017 and now to 2023, I've used it so much, which whether it be, you know, this is a once in a lifetime type deer or mm-hmm. type elk or once in a lifetime tag. She goes, how many fucking once in a lifetime yeah. are there? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I guess a lot. If you really want to like boil it down to like a once in a lifetime type animal, then all the different species. Yeah, I really got in an argument with her about about that. Yeah, it's a once in a lifetime because there's good moisture it. this year. This once in a lifetime yeah. because I yeah. think everybody has. I've used it for sure. My wife called me out. That's how much I've used it yeah. since 2017. Yeah, I've been like, I drew this elk tag in Utah, and I it's swear this is lifetime. like once in a lifetime type opportunity until like 10 years rolled by. And I'm like, <laughs> and oh man, look what happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fun. That's yeah, crazy. So, did she ever warm up to it? Was she like, "Oh, that's cool. I, I kind of get the gist of it." I don't think so. Really? She yeah. might have. I mean, but she, you guys' first kid though too, yeah. and that's different. Yeah, that is different because you guys both don't know what to expect, right? Especially well, her. She understands what hunting means to me. Like, yeah. It's all I talk about. She probably gets annoyed with how much I talk about it, but so she understood like what it meant, and she was like, "All right, well, we'll make it work." I was like. That's yeah. why I married you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember when you, she went into labor. Do you remember? She, you, I do. And you, I you walked, we, we were podcasting. podcasting. Yeah, yeah, and then I threw you under the bus I on know, the podcast because your eyes were this big. Yeah, <laughs> so, you did not look okay. I like. I thought I was fine. You didn't look fine. No, yeah. I realized I probably wasn't. <laughs> you did not look fine. Yeah. You looked like cool. you'd just been in a head-on. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we were like, that was the 39-week appointment, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, yeah, we got another week. We'll be all right. Like, I had drill that weekend, and... I was like, yeah, I'll get through drill and then have a baby and then I'll go sheep hunting. Be great. And uh, we went to that appointment. They're like, no, we're going to have a baby today. We're like, yeah. Okay. Like now? (laughs) So they're like, yeah, go uh, eat lunch and go to the hospital. We're like, all right. And I came here, got my, all my computer and stuff like that. And if I don't see you, good luck. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you told me. I'm like, no, bro. Good luck to you. (laughs) What was the date? November 1st. First. So that's what? How many days before your hunt kicks off? 16. Yeah. Plenty. 16 Plenty days. Yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. So you got the sheep tag. You know what's m- odd to think about? What? This is weird. I don't even know why I'm saying it, but now I've got myself in this far. Ethan and I were doing something very similar on a very similar day. That's true. It's kind of weird to think about. I blame about. Cody did for that, Did you guys high five when you came to work the next morning? <laughs> hey, did you? Did you? Did you? <laughs> it's like the red polo. Red yeah. polo. <laughs> yeah. The red the polo. The Tiger Woods red polo. Yeah, from Parks and, Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. 
How much? Uh, so you got the tag in hand. Like, at what point did you start putting a plan together and like put it in yeah. place? And like, where well, did you so start? Well, so it's an area that I had never been to, mm-hmm. right? So I pretty much there's only sheep here. In Can this I ask area. a question mm-hmm. real quick? What which one of your choices did you actually draw? First choice. Your, you drew first choice. Yeah. Holy shit! Because I knew the we'll f- never know what he could have done. First <laughs> yeah. or second choice. Yeah. Holy so shit! It was first choice, and yeah, I was like. I have never been to this area of the state and I don't even know where to start because I'm not even a sheep. I wasn't a sheep hunter yeah. until then either. Who so. is a sheep hunter? There's so few no. and far between. Yeah. No one's a sheep hunter yeah. other than the guides. I don't know. Or you get lucky. Or yeah. yeah. I'm just so. the only one here at the table that hasn't killed a sheep of some sort. Barberry. Huh? Barberry. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Does that count? Poor man's sheep. Poor man's sheep. I mean, we've I'd talked privately that they're kind of cooler than some other sheep species. They, Deserts. They are awesome. They're cool. <laughs> they're cooler they than the desert. Yeah. <laughs> Deserts are the best. I mean, they're pretty neat. Yeah, they are. The barberries. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're baller. I'm they're I'm cool a big looking. I'm a big advocate for the barberry sheep. I, think I they ought to be. That. I think they ought to be everywhere. Yeah. Trans- you want to transplant them everywhere? You want to take over the native habitat of the desert sheep? I kind of. They're they're pretty cool. <laughs> they are cool. How do they mitigate that? I know it's a tangent, but like, how do they keep them in? You we know, we New talked Mexico. about it. <clears throat> East. I don't know. I don't know. No. They don't travel. I, I, di- I digress. <laughs> yeah. A lot of different conflicting, right? Conflicting yeah. thoughts, theories. Uh-huh. I don't know. So you don't have any idea, like, what's your first step in putting a plan in place? Oh, I went to straight to scouting. Like, it was like, okay, where are the roads? Like, just on the east scouting on our maps. I was like, all right, there's like one road through this area. That's and I was like, okay, one road. Where's the water? So I was using topo to figure out like where the USGS water sites are, and then going on the um, it was in a national wildlife refuge, so that already gives you different access to like they can kind of tell you, mm. you know, a water report. You call the wildlife refuge manager, and they tell you like what the herd's doing, like how mm. they are, and were they pretty good the to water. give you info? Yeah, so I went to the Arizona Desert Sheep Society Hunters Clinic which was super cool. Like they'd put it on every year for all the, you know, the tag drawers. And then is they, that mandatory or optional? No, optional. Yeah. Would you recommend it? hundred percent. How many people do you think showed up? There was uh, probably 200. Oh, so. Damn. But like not many? every, not everyone's a tag holder. Sure. Some of them but are still, like though. recent tag holders. Some of them are guides. Like, but yeah, there's a lot of people there. There's a big ballroom in Arizona in Scottsdale. And I went with my dad and, and Cody Nelson met us down there too. So how do you find, do you find, did you find anybody that had the same tag you had? Yeah. Yeah, so I met one person. How do you find him? We were both talking to the <laughs> refuge manager at the same time. They okay. were like, <laughs> gotcha. Oh, you got a 45B tag? I'm like, yeah, I got a 45B tag. Oh, he oh. even threw <laughs> up the unit. He did it. I was he even threw up the unit. Oh, well, here we Thir- go. 38 minutes I did put in. it on my Instagram. So. Oh, you did, huh? I, like the, oh, that's it. When you do game and fish, they yeah, got to yeah, check yeah. it in. They, you know, right yeah. on the board. No yeah. biggie. Yeah. It's a sheep. It's yeah, sheep. it's a Kofa tag. So, But yeah, so we were talking to the Kofa. your life, not mine. Yeah, I mean, I will never hunt sheep again in yeah. Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but, uh, and then actually we had an insider, uh, post on our 45 B unit profile page, um, saying he drew a tag and if any recommendations, so I got his email and shot him an email. I was like, Hey man, like I drew a tag too. Like, that's awesome. You know, actually. so we were kind of like pinging each other when we go scouting and he'd you go scouting. You didn't time him and you're like, I got, no, I had, got, I got the big ones found, but yeah. uh, two different seasons. I'll talk mm-hmm. to you after the hunt. Yeah. You, do you want to know one of my favorite things to do this situation? This is just generally speaking. So if you run into a guy at a trailhead or, you know, you're out hunting, my first question always is like, how long are you here? 
Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, you know, I got three or four days. I'm like, oh, man, I got the whole month. And they're like, <laughs> really? Yeah, dude, I'm I'm just really lucky. I got the whole month to hunt. Like, I'm pretty well here for the next 20 days. So yeah. trying to scare them away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I figured. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm I, I've I've done that. That's actually a good little playbook. I don't right do it there. like that. I'm just like, and usually I do have 10 days or whatever it is. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not a month, literally, but. Month, 10 days, same shit. Sure. <laughs> in that situation. But he was pretty good to like keep yeah, in touch. Yeah, because we had two, like, so they have an early hunt and a late hunt. And I drew the early tag and he had the late tag. Mm. So I wasn't really concerned with him. So he's know. looking at, for more of you. Yeah. For benefit. Oh, yeah. I'm not worried for about sure. him bird dogging your quail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he was cool. You know, I met him at that hunter's clinic too and. Uh, I gave him a go hunt hat and love it. Yeah. So is he, he was, from Arizona? Yeah. yeah. He, did he put time in scouting as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You actually were there. I think the first time I went out, it was August and that was rough because it's stupid hot. But me and Omar were out there and we saw him. Um, he was on a quad running down the road and we were up class and looking at a U and like, I wonder if he sees that U over there. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of backed out and we never saw him again. But I figured out that was him. So. so my my question I got since again we're talking about deserts and not many of us have hunted deserts. So how do you how do you start figuring out like the terrain to look for? Obviously you said you had some the area you can call those people on the phone. Mm-hmm. Did you like try to read a bunch of stuff? Did you pick up any books or I actually, that? like learn biology of sheep or I did, yeah. I was trying to I looked at everything from, you know, all the different subspecies of sheep and like what are they eating? Like Lorenzo yeah. was a huge help with because he'd hunted sheep before he would tell me like, yeah, like maybe what faces to look at. Yeah, look for big barrel cactuses, look for, you know, stuff like that. How tied to water are deserts? Depends. It depends because all that rock can hold so much water. You've oh, hunted yeah. the desert for deer before. You yeah, know? but yeah, I mean, and they don't it, uh, need to water as much. That's as, what I was wondering yeah. is like, what, uh, like what's the radius from a water source that you might be able to kind of ping in on, on, on deserts temperature and rainfall and how often do they drink? Do you think it's 117 probably every day, every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly, gu- mostly guzzlers that's in that what's country out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guzzlers, um, tied to like a windmill or something like a mm-hmm. pump that's pumping it out. But, um, yeah, I mean, there was, we'd be hiking and all of a sudden you'd be like in this rocky spot and there'd be a pool of water right there. And you're like, well, yeah, that explains that. So did, did you make any like, this is one thing I want to know, like for my future, if I ever draw one, did you make a public post anywhere saying like, hey, I mm-hmm. drew a tag in this unit. Wonder if you guys got any intel. You never went on any like mm-hmm. Facebook posts or hunting forums or anything? No, or? but I did talk to um, Eric Hunt from oh, Arizona yeah. Desert Outfitters. He was a great guy. He was like probably one of the better sheep guides in that area, if mm-hmm. not the best sheep guide in the area. They're the one that killed that monster a couple mu- a couple yeah. weeks ago on the yeah. governor's tag. Um, so I talked to him a bunch, actually. He was super helpful saying like, hey, man, you got to look everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere? Everywhere. I was like, okay. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly <laughs> narrows it down. Yeah. What would you do, so. Trail? If you drew a tag, would you publicly announce like, hey, I'm just looking for intels. I'm not looking for gimmies, but like. I probably I mean, would, tag that coveted. I probably would on that, yeah, just because I would want everything, ev- everything I could possibly glean from it, you know. And mm-hmm. and anybody that was willing, and like I said, those types of species and tags, you just they, they're so rare, you know. So I you're think, not really blowing it up. Yeah, I think people are a lot more likely to share information when it's legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a once in a lifetime tag. That's the quotations. I noticed that about sheep, like sheep guys or people that are looking at sheep and mm-hmm. super obsessed with sheep and stuff like that they're very willing to help so mm-hmm. i had like probably four or five people uh just through the grapevine that got connected with um that were like 
even the week before the hunt, there was a guy, uh, he's down uh, out of Yuma, and he had a deer tag in that area. And the deer tag was open the week before the sheep tag opened. And so he was out deer hunting, sending me videos of sheep. And I was just like, thanks, mm. man. Like, this is, That's and cool. he dropped me a waypoint and be like, this is where I saw him at. Like, so the willingness to help for sheep, I think, is way higher than any other species. Yeah. So it's a good community. Yeah. It was a long time ago for me. I drew that tag in 2012 or 13, one of those, I can't remember. But same thing, like, there was no secrets that I came across. Mm-hmm. The very best thing I did, though, was call the biologist. That was the first thing I did, and that was the best thing I did. And then from there, I got, like, very, you know, straightforward black and white information from the biologist. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I, you know, people talking to at the tag before or whatever, got a lot of really good information. Yeah, I like the same way. No one hit anything. It was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of bio- makes it like a team sport almost. Oh, yeah. Like, they're kind of, let me know how you do. Let yeah. me know what you see. Oh, yeah, like, sure. this is where I saw them. And you're kind of like they become almost like a little support team there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like we were hunting one particular ram. We didn't end up killing them, but um, we were pretty much got to the point where we were on like different parts of that area we thought he'd be in, just kind of getting different angles. And while he was on his deer hunt, he was out there looking for sheep again. Hmm. And it was like, dude, you got like three days to fill your tag. Like go hunt deer. And he's like, no, man. Like, That's how cool sheep are. Yeah. Come on, Trail. Yeah. Did you ask him if he seen any deer? Yeah, he got his brother on a deer. Nice. Uh, a few days before I got there, but uh, he didn't end up filling his tag. So, gotcha. Yeah. Did you have a, like what were your so if you draw I mean draw a sheep tag obviously your like your expectations you want to like any hunt you want to fill it with the best the best animal that you can find mm-hmm. but like did you like did you look at all at like trophy potential for the yeah. unit was that I mean did you have like what were your expectations like not when I was it? putting in for the tag because uh-huh. I figured it's a sheep like they're all trophies. Right. But like mm-hmm. there's caliber of trophy for sure. sure. So my, my biggest goal was, was killing the oldest, oldest ram I could find. That was the only goal I had. It wasn't a number. Mm-hmm. It wasn't shooting for like, if you look at our unit profile, I think it's average 155 score, you know, trophy potential 165 or something like that. And I was like, that's great. I want to shoot a Boone and Crockett, you know, book sheep, but like, I just want to kill an old sheep. Yeah. That's the yeah. only goal I went in with. And, which was great for me because then I wasn't tied to the biggest ram in that unit. Like, yeah, it'd be great to turn them up and find them. Hunt, you know, I spent the first four days trying to find that sheep and could never do it. But mm-hmm. I think it took a lot of pressure off not chasing a number, just chasing the oldest one I could find. Gotcha. So, how was your first scouting trip? You said you put some boots on the ground with Omar. It was hot, and I got my truck <laughs> stuck like twice. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. Which is and what. Mud? Sand. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So my, you know, old, you know, Toyota Tundra, it's a boat anchor. It's super heavy. And uh, it's all like, all of a sudden you'd be driving on the road and it'd dump into this wash. And you're like, oh, great. I'm in this wash now. And like, I got to just keep going, keep my speed up. And uh, we got to the spot where you had to turn out and you had to go up this like four foot embankment to get out of the wash. And I got halfway up it. And then I started spinning the back end and I was just, we were done. And it's 110 degrees and we're out there. <laughs> digging out and I didn't have any like you know what do they call them sandboards or anything yeah. like that I was like because I don't off-road in my truck very often and I didn't know the roads at all either yeah. so just so trying to learn it yeah it was rough you so learned I, you learned yeah at that point we we got it dug out and Omar I because I have no experience driving in snow either because I'm an Arizona guy we don't have <laughs> snow in Arizona unless you're north and Omar is like being from the the northwest he's like oh it's like driving in snow you just got to keep it going so he actually got in my truck and did the whole 
pivot out of that wash and drove it straight back up. And, Gotta keep it rocking. Yeah, I didn't know that Rock until now. So yeah. Omar kind of got me out of that one, and then we ne- we kind of never went back with my truck. <laughs> my dad's got a side by side, so that helped a lot. Did yeah. you see any sheep on that first scouting trip? Saw one ewe. What was your thought was after it. just seeing one ewe? I was pumped. I was like, You're pumped? right on. Just we found we found, found an animal because I knew how hard it would be. <laughs> yeah, I knew how hard it would be to find animals. And I was like, sweet, we found one you. Like, there huh. you go. And then I went two scouting trips without seeing a single sheep after that. Now and how I, you're feeling. And I was like, we'll be did all right. You, did like, you we'll have any kind of like, uh, like you go out and you see one you, did you, was your expectation to see more sheep? Yeah, I think uh, I can blame Scott for that, Christensen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and helped a sheep hunt out here in Nevada yeah, for his sheep father-in-law. Ever, everywhere, right? And they were literally everywhere. You yeah. couldn't look at one face without seeing a sheep. And I didn't realize that was because it's like the biggest desert sheep herd in the States. Mm-hmm. And I was, so that's why I went into it with expectations of like, anywhere you look, you'll probably see a sheep. Just look up some steep stuff. Find yeah. some cliffs. Some yeah, sheep. no, it was not like that. Yeah, I don't, know if the, I don't know if this data point is still true, but a few years back, handful of years back, there is more sheep in the state of Nevada than all the other states with desert sheep put together. Mm-hmm. That's what you add I've up heard all that. the other states together, they still don't have as many sheep as Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Which is having helped on a sheep hunt in Nevada the year prior, I was like, cool, man. Like, I know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I can figure this out. Had people, had people told you, don't, don't freak out if you don't see any sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Eric was super helpful with that from one of the, the guys. And he's like, yeah, man, they, they all dump into that, into that unit after the rut. Like, just keep learning the roads, learning the area, figuring out where you want to go. And then when you get to the hunt, that's when you start finding sheep. What would their movements be like too in the summer? Like it's a hundred and some degrees out. They're probably not moving very much. They're probably very yeah. hard to see unless you're in that exact spot. Yeah. Right time. Yeah. Right it place. was mostly in the shade pretty much all the time. Yeah. And then they were up at the last part of the day and the first part of the morning. And then they dive into some little nook and cranny you couldn't see them in is this like giant giant canyon like sheer cliff stuff or is it like kind of a little rolling both both yeah it'd be some tight canyons and then there'd be some like long distances of open rollers and you're glassing like three miles away hmm. and you're have the heat heat mirage and everything through the the binos and just so like midday glassing is just you can't do anything no. besides for close stuff no. yeah midday we were just driving pretty much just trying to figure out where to go and it doesn't look like it's a big unit but like if you start driving it and it takes you hours to get from oh, one spot so to another because you're just going super slow. So you just, then like doing a bunch of recon, like you're marking all these waypoints, access, and then you're coming back every trip and like kind of reanalyzing it, doing some e-scouting, mm-hmm. maybe looking at places you might have missed yeah. that you're there. And yeah, it was, I kind of took it from like a north-south perspective. So like I, you know, scouted hard north and it eventually like kept going further south. So mm-hmm. Cause there's different access. You could access it from the North or you could come in from the South and access it. So my last scouting trip, we went in from the South and did the whole Southern part of the unit. And that's when we started like seeing a lot of sheep in that area. And we're mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the area we want to, we want to target. So we ended up just being like, okay, this is where we've seen the most density of sheep. We're going to start here for the hunt because where there's sheep, there's probably a big sheep. So that's yeah. kind of how we went into it. Could that be still like maybe time of year you're scouting? Like what if you scouted the north during that time of year? Maybe there maybe. were some sheep because yeah. it was a little cooler then or still really it hot? Was, it was much cooler because I, I mean, I went twice in August, once in September, once in uh, twice in October. 
oh. and then and then the hunt. So yeah, because I'm just trying to figure out like, is there differences of temperature and where the sheep are gonna be at? And then obviously they're not moving much. Where then later in the year it gets cooler, it might be moving more. Or yeah. they just maybe not move much. It at was. All. I think they moved more in October because that's when we started to move more too. We would get off the road and actually hike because it wasn't 90 degrees at yeah, 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So we could actually move a little bit more, get one canyon over off the road where we could start looking more. Mm. So that's when we started seeing more sheep is when we started getting off the road. Mm. So, How many rams did you see before opening day, do you think? Had you seen one, that you, had you seen one that you were like, yeah, that's the one? Nope. No. Nope. Other than in a video. Yeah, the know. one, the, yeah. He would, he would always come back and show videos of rams, and they were all, like, good rams. See, this is why you need to move to Vegas. You could be a part of all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were all just, a part of this. We were all part of That's modern yeah. technology. You can just send that my way. It'll yeah, be but there. Then we then we gonna gonna get, like, it'll, it'll be yeah. there in a blink. Yeah. yeah but then we, it's and not then the, I can record my reaction. <laughs> and send that back. I can do a YouTube video on it. Reaction video. <laughs> that's a thing. I got kids. Reaction videos. <laughs> reaction good. videos. Like an unboxing, and then I'll send it back to you. Like, whoa, Ethan. That's, a great one. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Right? That's a big one. Yeah. No, he he reported back. You had a lot of like good <clears throat> rams. Yeah. But nothing that was like wow. Yep, that's it. Yeah. You know, the no the no brainer. A lot so of like that cliche no class three young yeah. young class three, class two rams yeah. that like if you're on day twenty of a twenty one day hunt, yeah. that might be the one you take, but nothing that was like But right before he left, the deer hunter sent a video. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That was, a no, a sheep? That was the one no we were brainer. hunting for like four days. No brainer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Comes to find out uh, through another person that he was hunting the tag last year. They were hunting that same sheep for the whole entire hunt and never killed it. Either. Last year? Last year. Yeah. Yeah. So that sheep is well known. And Does he have was a name? Tank. <laughs> Huh? Tank. Tank. Tank gotcha. was his name. I knew he had a name. According yeah. to, gotta have a name. You know, three different people, they all called him Tank. I was like, hmm. all right, cool. So that's Tank. But um, they just disappear, which is crazy because, like, they had him in one part of the unit going up to the hunt, and then didn't, no one saw him for a month until he saw him a week before the hunt. And he was the first person to have seen him because they're all in a tight-knit community. They all And that, each other, the name right? Tank, from the video I saw, the name Tank is very fitting. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how many miles he was from where they first saw yeah, him? Yeah, he was uh, – he had moved south into the area that I was hunting, which gotcha. was great. But I think it ended up being probably 15 miles from wow. where they was. That's maybe, a lot. Went on a yeah, walkabout. Maybe 10 or 15 miles. A yeah. mm-hmm. Cover yeah. some country. Check some shit out. And But we never turned him up. Probably went back. I don't know. Might have gone back. I thought he was probably going saying. back. But yeah. We were planning on going back to where he had been known to be the next day after. If I hadn't killed that night, yeah. we were going back there the next day yeah. uh, up further north. Yeah. So Well, we did film this. So you want to do like a recap mm-hmm. on the hunt itself? Yeah, let's like just start start from the beginning. Yeah, I want to know. So you get down there. Mm -hmm. It's the night before the opener, Mm -hmm. and then what time did you get up? Opening day. I got up earlier than my dad and Nate did because I didn't sleep well that night. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, what was your uh, level of excitement? I was (laughs) freaking pumped, man. Really? Except it was raining, so that sucked. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like, I don't know what they're gonna do in the rain. But the rain broke, so I was like, maybe they're up and moving now. Did you think about sleeping in that morning because of the rain? No, I was too. <laughs> no chance you're going to sleep. No, in. yeah, there was no chance. But I did think about how it might suck to climb some of the rocks we had to climb to get to our glassing spot. They're going to be slick, right? But I was still going to go. Yeah, there's no chance I was sleeping in that first morning out of the rain. I so. would have slept in. 
you think? <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, no way. Yeah. No chance. No, no, no. And like, if I don't know, if anyone knows me, I'm pretty much down to hike any any ridge, any mountain that you put in front of me. So, so I was like, I was going no matter so who's what. So who was with you? It was me and my dad and Nate, our camera guy. That was it. So pretty small crew. But gotcha. at least you got your dad to go with you on a sheep hunt. When yeah. I drew my tag, I couldn't get anyone. I got cousins and uncles and brothers and dads and no one. No one. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty guy through Instagram. It was not a tough sell to get him on that hunt. Yeah. He was I had pumped. a I had a friend on Instagram that I'd talked to named Vince. And uh never met each other. Just had talked. He was he's from northern Nevada and just through hunting and some of the pictures he would post and I would post or whatever back when Instagram was actually like cool and you could meet good people. Um, we, we were sharing, he knew of the, some of the animals and I knew of some of the animals and we just started like DM talking. Couldn't get anybody to go on the sheep hunt with me. So I DM him like, Hey, he owned a rock quarry up mm-hmm. North. I'm like, Hey, if there's any chance you can get off, like I'm going sheep hunting. And he posted a bunch of pictures of sheep. That's how him and I kind of connected on Instagram, picked him up from airport here in Vegas. Yeah. 12 hour car drive. First time I ever met him on a sheep hunt. Hmm. That's cool. So right. you're a step a good, ahead of me, a yeah. step ahead of me getting yeah. your dad to go. Yeah. Yeah. You believe I mean, that shit? Yeah. Not a single no person one. to go with me. Damn. What caliber rifle did you pick? 6.5 PRC. Yeah. Shooting the Browning speed long range rifle. Gotcha. Yeah. We went Six to the range five. quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, I was, you shot way more than when I, like the times that we went together, but I'm sure you went multiple more times and I mean, validating I, everything. I did at the, uh, the Brady Miller school, right? So you go and you shoot one round and you leave. Yep. Yeah. That was it. I'd go and I'd hit up Adam. Be like, hey, did you go to the range this week? He's like, yeah, I'm going here. I was like, all right, cool. I'd, you know, go pay. I'm not a member at that range. 10 so bucks I'd go every time you go. Pay the 10 bucks and shoot one bullet. It was good to go. Maybe we'd shoot two just for fun and Why throw that I? rifle yeah. in the, in the back yeah. and get another one. I was hoping you only need one shot. Like I was saying, potentially you need You don't want to waste shot. the good shots at the range. Yeah. So if it's things are dialed and it's one, that's good yeah. practice because you hope the hunting, it just goes and perfectly. I was, luckily, I was shooting at a distance further than I wanted to hunt at. Nope. But it ended up coming down to being just below that distance is when I had to make shot because mm-hmm. it was that was the circumstance I was handed. Yeah. So, what what kind of scope did you throw on there? I had a loopholed VX six. Uh, I had the four to four to twenty two. Yeah. Or no, four to twenty four VX six four to twenty four yep. by fifty two, and uh, yeah, that scope was great. So, yeah, it was great. Ballistically, everything was dialed. Everything synced in your range finder. Yeah. Did Brady help you, or did Adam? Uh, we did the we chronoed it once. Just Adam's to see. pretty dialed too. Yeah, Adam's turned into quite the nerd. He's dialed when it comes. I mean, yeah. a bigger nerd. Sorry, yeah. Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got him in a reloading, and then he's jumped off oh, the deep end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We chronoed it once to see if the velocity matched the velocity on the box because I don't reload. I actually yeah. like being able to shoot factory ammo really well. So I was shooting the ELDX bullets. Brady, is there such thing as shooting factory factory ammo really well? No. You're, you're, trying, to, you're trying to get me in trouble with the internet? I mean, is it really <laughs> well or just well? Just well. There's levels. There's levels for sure. Yeah. Really well for me. There's there's levels, especially when it comes to distance, and you just never know if one's going to be shoots high, one's going to shoot low. What's that extreme spread like on a factory box? Yeah. You could be consistent for a long time. All of a sudden, you get that one. Yeah. That one could just be faster or slower, and that could be the one you're grabbing it and putting in your rifle to shoot an animal, and that's the part I don't like. Yeah. Is there a lot numbers, too, that go into it? Right? <laughs> yeah, like if I was trying to go buy a box, like you will know box, I would buy them all, try to get the same lot, <laughs> right. because then they're probably made you know, right at that same mm-hmm. time. If you go buy a box now, go four months later and buy another box, like, mm-hmm. eh. but But at least you know it'll have powder in it. 
<laughs> do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Yeah. Boom. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. It should. <laughs> Boom roasted. <laughs> right? Yep. So What's your optic setup going to be on the What's front? Up? What's your optic setup looking like for so glass? So I ran the 6R Zulu 6. We've been yes. hyping up forever. Yes. And they were phenomenal. Which power? 16s. For oh, that man. country, open open desert, yeah, I did 16s because it was, and they were great. Um, my one, you know, setback for them is you can only hold your hands like this for so long before yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm tired, where they're not on a tripod in front of you. Yeah. So I would set up my my tripod to where it was like I could rest my elbows on it and then glass like that. So I never talked about this technique. I tried to get uh, Lampers to do a video of me, but it works really well. So you take two trekking poles, put them like underneath you, like at your, right at your armpits, and then you can rest your arms right oh, on it. Yeah. And then you can really like, it's even more stable. Your arms are really comfortable than yeah. while you're sitting there glassing. So you can like dig your trekking poles in and just rest your arms on yeah. it. You're like your wings and your arms. Yeah, that's nice. That's good. Works really well. Yeah. Should have asked him before. I know, right? <laughs> I was actually using the, uh, are we allowed to talk about the rifle case that we're, I guess it's going to be on a video that we're developing, that Kevin's working on. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. So leak like it. Leak it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we're leaking things. I guess we leak own, units. We leak a shit. All, all, all the secretive stuff. I listened like, to the super leaky. when you had Jerry God, in here. We're super yeah. leaky in this company. Yeah. And I'm all for it. Anyway, so. Drain the swamps. We had like the, <laughs> that strap that like connects yeah. to your rifle. So I would put my arm on, on that, that strap, testing, and it tested the weight really well. Yeah. And I would just rest my arm like that and glass with one hand because those things are so light. So that was my binocular setup. And then I had a Kilo 5K rangefinder. And then uh, for spotter, I carried the Koa 99. How so is that spotter? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I think it's crystal clear. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's bright too, right? It's super bright. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were looking, especially when you're looking like three miles away at a face. Yeah, you're not supposed to glass with your spotter. But three miles is three miles. And a 16 power is not cutting it when it's yeah. pretty hot out too. So that thing was great. And... Uh, it was a little heavy, for sure, <laughs> but it's not. Optics like a, help you kill, man. Yeah, it's, it's not a it. BTX one fifteen. That's for sure. But it definitely that thing was crystal clear. It, mm -hmm. It's probably one of my favorite spotters that we have in the shop. So if you did two Ironmans, you might have been able to carry the BTX one fifteen. Yeah, I'm not. That but you good. only did one. I'm not that good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tripod? Did you go with the heavy heavyweight setup or a lighter weight setup? Lighter. Yeah, I did the whole tricer setup. Nice. So I had the tricer AD with the LP mm -hmm. panhead, um, which. That thing, you know, it's a little light for carrying that big of a spotter. Uh, like it's a little when you're trying to move the, the light pan probably on the, on the pan head maybe. Yeah, you know? it's a little light, so there's a little bit of play uh, in the spotter and trying to get a balance and everything. But uh, it overall performed really well. So uh, I think over I think that total weight on the tripod and head is 33 ounces or something like that. Is it the the LV the bigger one? The what? The bigger tripod? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we weighed mine was 2.34 pounds yeah. with the head and everything. Yeah. Super light. Yeah. it's That's my favorite tripod right now, too, in the shop. Like, I don't think there's anything that beats it with how light it is, too. Do you uh, like the leg configuration? The, the legs is my favorite part yeah. just because it's inverse of what every other tripod on the market is. But it's inverse for a reason. Yeah. Thicker <laughs> legs on the bottom. Like, makes, makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. I can't believe no one flipped. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every company should have done the that. The more yeah. stable legs on the bottom. Yeah. Closer to the ground. Yeah. Makes Drew, all the sense of the world. Drew figured it out. And yeah. we're, I mean, we're selling them like crazy too. Yeah, we are. So, yeah, I think we were th thinking we'd sell like maybe a hundred panheads this year and we've 
surpass no, that. I, yeah, that I remember in like the when first we, month. When we yeah. first opened the gear shop, I was blown away with the number of just tripods we sold. Tripods and tripod heads. We sell the shit out of them. A lot of tripods. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then Sig came along with some image stabilizing binos. Now we're selling a ton of those. Sig <laughs> and the Tricer. Like those are the two yeah. like full Hot blown ones. change it up this yeah. year. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 So, take, take us through the first day. Yeah, let's do a hunt recap. Yeah. All right. So first day. Get detailed, man. We want to know it all. Yeah. First day we hiked into a spot and we were in the center of like the area that we wanted to look at and it just rained. And so we were like, okay, rain broke. It rained all day, the day before, not all day, but off and on the day before. We're like, okay, it's, animals are going to want to get up and move. They've been bedded probably for a day. They're going to want to feed and everything. And it's like, this would probably be a good day to see some sheep. And I think we saw one sheep that day in the morning at like, no, no, no. It was one o'clock in the afternoon. We were about ready to move spots and be like, all right, we haven't seen anything. Let's get another angle on it. And all of a sudden we're like, oh, I got one just up and feeding. And we're like, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. He's at the top of the range we were looking at. We're like, great. Ram. Yeah. Ram. Yeah. We actually saw more Rams than used the entire hunt, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Um, But yeah, at the top of this thing, we're like, okay, is he worth going after? No, he's not the one. Like, okay, let's just watch and see what he does. See what they're, you know, what he's doing to see what other sheep would be doing. Mm-hmm. So we watched him for the rest of the day, pretty much. And uh, that was pretty much day one. And then we went an alternate route back to the side by side. And we ended up on like this cliff face. And it's dark at this point. So you oh, can't, God. you're using the topo. I, I was using topo to figure out, but. I think what any topo Hybrid. lacks to do. <laughs> You're like, these lines are getting really close. Well, <laughs> it wasn't though. That's the thing. I think, oh. I think what any topo fails to do is show you micro terrain. Mm. So it tells you general slope mm. of what it is, but you don't see that fine micro terrain of like, there's a cliff here and it's shale rock. So it's not like a rocky cliff. Like you can look at rocks on satellite imagery. It's yeah. shale rock. And you're like, well, we can't go back. So we're going forward. We're going forward. <laughs> yeah. So we is this, were kind of descending down or going up. We were trying to get down into a wash to walk the wash oh. out. And uh, going we, down is so much scarier than going yeah, up. It sucks. And so we kind of just slid down this wash, and then we got in the wash. And what you don't see in washes is when there's a ten foot drop in mm-hmm. front of you. And so you're like, oh great. And so we had to back out, and it sucked because that was the first day, and we're already like. We should have been back to the side by side an hour ago if we just went the way that we came yeah. up. But no, we wanted to try to make it shorter. Yeah. And uh, shortcuts, man, they always work. They always work, right? Ask Omar. We <laughs> took a shortcut on the way into New Mexico. They always work. Yeah. I always like to say in those situations, I was telling my brother this when we were hunting on our family hunt the other week, like, go with what you know, mm-hmm. always. Yeah. Like, we always want to talk about those shortcuts and like it looks like it makes sense. Yeah. You think you know what you're doing, but literally go with what you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because we knew like the way we go out, we have to go up one, down one, up one, and then we're there. Whereas like if we go around it, yeah, we just stay nice. on the spot mm-hmm. and then we just go down once and we're there. But no, no, that was not the they route always we work. should have gone. No. So I always take the shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> it's always worth trying and it's always worth trying in the dark. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Only in the dark. Yeah. So no other option. What kind of camp setup then you going back to? So we had our base camp set up uh, where the trucks and the side by side was parked and we had like the the seek outside courthouse, which oh. was great little setup. You know, got pretty much like a teepee. You got two poles and you stake it out, 
and it fits. We had three cots and a table in there. And it was perfect. It's a sill nylon yeah. wall tent. Yeah. So you're basically camping with all the scorpions and spiders yeah, and snakes. Yeah, pretty much. There's no yeah. floor. That was cool. So that's another thing I'm ever Do you have any about scorpions and spiders in there? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Scorpion. We had a small little scorpion one night, but I don't know. It doesn't really, scorpions don't really freak me out mm. as much as spiders do. I don't like spiders. Yeah. <laughs> we had a tarantula at, like walking across us in the, in the trench or in the trench, in the, we're a trench like, but in the wash, it was a good sized tarantula. Nate got it on video. It's pretty funny. Huh. But no, thanks. Yeah. You didn't bring it home with you as a pet? No. <laughs> no. I didn't think that would go over. Missed us. opportunity. I got a Missed baby at home. Home alone, man. He used it to yeah, that's fend right. off a bunch of robbers. Yeah, buzz. Yeah. I'm in yeah. the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Come out and stop me. I love that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a great I'm movie. I'm surprised how well you know that. Oh, yeah. I know. My son's, I know. My son's very into Home Alone right now. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. It's great. Yeah, he's sticky, got a, sticky hands robbers. Yeah, yeah. the wet yes. bandits. Man. The sticky. Oh yeah, yeah the wet bandits. wet bandits first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's day one, day two. Day two. Different area. Or no, we, the same area. We stuck in the same area. Uh, we were like, we've seen the most amount of sheep here. Let's let it ride. We know that there's a big one seen within a week in this area. We you see any, any other people? No, nobody. Which is pretty cool. How many tags were there? Three. Oh yeah. But the deer hunt was still going at that time too. But the deer weren't in the same area as the sheep generally. Yeah. Right? We did. I actually took a cool video of a young ram with some does on the day we were scouting out there, hmm. like on the same plane. That's cool. Like in the same shot. I was like, well, that's, you don't see that often. A couple yeah, of mule that's deer. that's really cool. But yeah, day two, we uh, went to the same spot and, uh, you know, we were like, yeah, this is nice. This is cool. And then um, didn't see anything that morning. So we backed out. Went and had breakfast at the camp, and then we were loading up to do a spike camp. So we were going to load up and drive around the entire unit and and um, set up a spike camp where we just did, you know, two person tents. I had a bivy sack, and we had you know a cooler full of water and a can of gas, and then we were doing like peak refill meals, and we were just going to hunt out of the spike camp for the next like four days. And uh, so we get there. And we go to the spot that um, you could glass really well from in north, south, like everywhere. You could see everything, which is pretty nice. And uh, didn't see a single thing for like the majority of the hunt. And then when you're doing a film hunt, you do like the day, end of the day recap. And Nate was like, all right, we've glassed this whole thing. There's nothing near us. And let's just do it now with a cool sunset. I was like, yeah. Right, yeah, we'll knock it out and, you know, see how it goes. So we finished that. And not 10 seconds later, I hear a rock kick. You know, what day is this? Day three? Day two. Day two. Okay. Afternoon of day, like gotcha. evening of day two. Okay. And uh, we hear a rock kick, and my dad's glass in the backside of this. And me and Nate were sitting there, and uh, I go, I look over, and I'm like, oh, there's a big ram there. And I put my binos up, and I, that's the great thing about SIG. You get it so quick. You're yeah. Like, your target acquisition is immediate. With and those. just your detail acquisition, too. It's like you yeah. can pick up exactly what it is right there in yeah. the moment. And, and you pick it up, and you're like, and he had the same, the you know, tank that we were looking yes. for had this very distinctive chip out of his uh, left horn, and I saw that chip. And I was like, "Oh, it's him! It's game on! It's him!" And uh, he had me pegged, so I was like, "Was he close? Three hundred and thirty yards? Oh, wow! Yeah, because he had just come out of the canyon and was in yeah. front of us. So we were talking, doing the recap, and that kicked him out of the canyon in front of us. So that might have been a good thing. Might have been a good thing, yeah. except I was scrambling now. It's the like, only time ever a camera guy helped you out. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> the only time. But I'm Just sitting. Kidding, Luke. This is a <laughs> lesson to me. If you're going to move 10 yards away from your rifle, 
to glass in a better spot, you should just bring your rifle with bring you. Rifle, yeah. And so my rifle was up by Nate. I go, Nate, and I think he gets this on camera, but you can tell I'm like kind of panicking, like get the rifle, get the rifle, get the rifle. And he's like moving slow, hands me the rifle. And like, we're trying to get set up. I've already got him digiscoped at this point because it was so close. I could find him easily. Yeah. Is he moving away or just looking at you? He's looking at us, moving away, looking back at us. And he's, he's like kind of unsure of what's going on, but he's not really sure. And so I'm making a bunch of noise and like, it's that jitters, you know, that's like the first like big ram. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was the one, right? Yeah. So I'm like, every everybody's like going all over everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I have the like full intention of killing this ram. You didn't say everybody just sit down. Uh, that, yeah. That's <laughs> we had so many people comment on that on really? Porter's on Porter's hunt. Yeah, it's like it's one of those yeah. moments where me and you were sitting up top. Me and Trail yeah. were sitting up top, glassing to try to see what buck it was. But we had so many people with us and a camera guy, mm -hmm. Trail, just on camera, dead serious, like little little grizzle in your in your voice. Everyone just sits still. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody moves. Because people get antsy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, like you start moving around, yeah. you start, yeah. you're, you're antsy. You're, yeah. you, everybody gets anxious. Looking back, if we had not moved as much as we did, we probably had a, more time to take a shot. But I'm glad I didn't because mm -hmm. we filmed it and, you know, I trying to get the rifle set, you know, chamber around to get everything going and like trying to get comfortable. I couldn't get comfortable. Like there's not a good spot to lay down and shoot prone. The digiscope was set up on the tripod, so I didn't have the clamp to shoot off the tripod. It was just not not great, right? And we're trying to get it done, and and uh, he bumps over the ridge, and you know because we're moving so much, he kind of spooks and gets away. But had we just sat there, done nothing, he might have just hung out yeah. in there. We could have moved a little slower. We had plenty of time. There was no rush, and it just I, so he got away. Yeah. Yeah, my is that tank? Is that is no? That, no, okay. no. So that was gotcha. great. That was the good thing is that we went back and watched the video. And we're like, oh, he got the same chip, and he's good. He's good ram. Like, we're but it shooting, wasn't tank. But it wasn't the wasn't the one. Yeah. Which was like, okay, good. Yeah. Because like, in the moment, you probably hyped up and thought it was I thought one, for and you sure. Shot I was like, yeah, hundred percent. And if and had I shot that ram and gotten up there, he was a great ram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was as big as the one I ended up killing, but like mature ram, mm -hmm. totally something you would have been proud of. But it wasn't the one. Yeah. Right? So. You can fall in thing. love with the one. I yeah. mean, yeah. it can. Yeah, that's a hard yeah. part of so, it. Yeah. yeah, so that happened. That was exciting. And uh, that whole night we're like watching that video back and like and at 300 yards, you get great footage, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, he was just all the turns and everything at every angle. We're trying to age him, like all this stuff. And we're like, okay, he's like a seven-year-old ram and really good, but he needs a year <laughs> or two years to really mature out. Yeah. So, yeah, that was day two. It was a little bump of excitement. But those are the best when you go back to camp that night after something like that and you're all sit around, you have you were spiked out, right? So, mm -hmm. so you just did freeze dried mills and you just sit around and we you're looking kind of at buzzing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you're buzzing, yeah. you're looking at footage, you are yeah. talking to your buddy, what do you think? What do you think? And we had, you we know? had packed and a then, couple silver bullets too. Oh you just, just stay, <laughs> oh, stored away. Yeah, here you know? we go. Oh. Yeah, we had a I mean, werewolves. We had to like kinda <laughs> we like ration it like two per night per person. Yeah, like, oh, that's it. Mm. You know, but yeah, it was it was fun that night to like look at it, and when we realized it wasn't the one, we're like, "All right, cool. What are we gonna do? Do we want to go chase that ram? Do we want to stick it out and keep hunting the one?" This is another cool thing though about like the importance of digiscoping. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like it on a hunt like that or any hunt for that matter, like being able to go back and review the footage to mm -hmm. really see what the animal is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not just saying it's a trophy hunting thing or anything like that, but it's like 
It helped you guys. Oh, yeah. It was beneficial. Had we, had we not, I would have spent the whole time thinking that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. And you would have been spending you your wheels all right, time there, right there. Yeah. Trying to hunt that one. Yeah. At that yeah point maybe too. when you turn them up again, right. you're burning days now. Right. So then we ended up for day three, we decided we were going to go to different spots, still in the same area, but another angle, another peak kind of thing. And uh, so we did that in the morning. It was a short hike from the spike camp, which was nice. We didn't have to drive anywhere because we we're kind of hunting in a spot where there could be sheep on any corner. And so we're trying to keep a lower profile. And uh, we get up to the spot. We didn't see anything that morning. And we were going to hike back to this, you know, they call it the back cut or whatever you want to call it. That was pretty far away. And uh, we actually saw a ram up there flop over. We're like, okay, sweet. We knew, we checked the weather. We knew the wind was going to start uh, that afternoon. We're like, okay, let's get back there and see if we can't turn up this ram. So, we, you know, hike our way back there. And that was when I was texting you yeah. and sending you that video of that ram yeah. just sitting out. So we're, you know, middle of day three. And he was a good ram. Yeah. Like solid young ram. Yeah. And he was also in a spot that was like the top of the unit, the yeah. highest elevation you could get in the entire unit, which was where sheep sucked. go. Yeah. yeah. Where sheep go, but would have sucked to try to get yeah. up to, to make a shot, to, you know, get them down, all that kind of stuff. And we were watching the sheep and all of a sudden the wind kicks up and it's 25 mile an hour winds through this canyon. And we're like, I don't even... Like, even if I can get to 300 yards, I don't know if I can shoot in 20 mile an hour winds. Like, we have to get to like 200 yards yeah. because of that, that drift on that bullet's going to be so crazy. And, uh, be a lot less than a 300 ROM, right? Yep. Yeah, right. That's that 6.5 <laughs> PRC. You know, you get a little more wind drift. In yeah, there. That, that was not to jump into mine, but that was a nervous part about when I shot my Marco Polo. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember it was like 25, 27 mile an hour wind, cross, yeah. straight crosswind. Yeah. But I had a lot of time to sit there mm -hmm. and the, taking the Kester out and dialing it in yeah. and everything. But like, it's nerve wracking because mm -hmm. it, every animal is nerve wracking. Oh, yeah. But it's like when you're shooting at a sheep, yeah, it's a little bit more pressure. Once you shoot, it's like if you wound it, yeah, that's your sheep. A, that's it. So it's a horrible feeling. Yeah, yeah. So you is this the same sheep from the night before? No, we went down to a different area. Gotcha. Yeah, which is great because we were seeing rams. Like we yeah, saw, saw rams on your own, your own sheep now. Great. Yeah. So we're like pretty much we were in sheep every day until that wind hit, yeah. and. uh so we were watching that ram and, you know, it was, we were like, do we want to go after that ram? It's mature for sure. It's young, but it's only day three going back and forth. And we had time. We were watching it at like 900 yards and he was just bedded, hanging out. So we had no rush or anything. And you know, my dad made the comment. He's like, well, you got a really cool wife at home. You got a newborn baby. If you want to go kill that sheep, let's go kill it. I have no, nothing wrong with you. Like, trying to go kill a sheep and get home. Like that's mm -hmm. nothing, nothing bad about that. And he's like, or we can pass and we can go hunt that ram. And that's pretty much exactly what yeah. you said. You're like, give him another, give that ram another two days of looking for him. Yeah. Which is what we, we hiked out. We ended up, you know, like, all right, let's get out of here. The wind's nuts and let's go out. And that's you know. one of my, one of my regrets on my sheep hunt is so at the time I had, I was working two jobs. It was like at the very start of go hunt when, you know, mornings, mornings and nights were go hunt, trying to figure it out, trying to get it started, trying to figure out what we were going to do. And I had a day job in the gaming industry, mm -hmm. not like video games, but like gambling gaming. So I was, had two jobs at the time and, uh, had an ex-wife at the time. And it's, it was one of those things where I, I did kind of rush it to come mm -hmm. home. Like I, I had a sheep tag, mm -hmm. but the whole time I need to get home work. I need to get home family. I need yeah. to get home. I, that was like in my mind the whole time. 
It's a sheep tag. Yeah. It's tough, put, man. Like, like it's a sheep tag. Just put the days in. Yeah. You're not gonna have it again. It kept coming once up. in a lifetime trail. Right. You don't get not, back. Not yeah. gonna have it again. But like I do, I did rush it. Mm-hmm. I rushed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. told you, I'm like, dude, just take the just time. Hang it out. Take the yeah. days. Just do it. Because I was, I mean, it was the week before Thanksgiving. So like, nothing's going on really during Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like I got all my stuff set for Black Friday for the shop, and I was pretty much good to go. Yeah. And uh, but at that back in the back of my head, I was like. You know, my, my wife's family, they were up there for the first couple of days and they went back. I was like, all right, my wife's alone now with a newborn, with a two-week-old. Like, yeah. It sucks. You know, it's in the back of your head. But sure. you got a sheep tag, man. But you got a sheep tag. <laughs> yeah. were, you, were you texting her throughout the hunt? Then yeah, too? I had like, my you know, like, I passed a ram. And she, was she like, no, you why are you passing? Don't know that. No, no, I told her that we, we had seen sheep. <laughs> seen sheep. But, but not. But yeah. didn't, but not the one and, yeah, yeah. and that we were going to keep hunting. And she was, she'd always say, the text I got, that day when we were actually looking at that ram was take your time and she sent me that text on the inreach and i was like okay that's cool that was like that's why you married that's why her. i married her yeah 100 <laughs> yeah. so when i got that text of saying i'm okay take your time on this hunt i was like i'm locked in now I'm trying to find this big ram yeah so that was cool and then that wind was just a nightmare man like 25 yeah, wind, wind all day all day that day so the rest of day three all of day four and into day five and so from that ram, when we left that ram, we didn't see another sheep or deer even until we saw the one that I ended up killing. So we went the rest of day three, all of day four, and the morning of day five until we saw another sheep. Wow. The wind so. just affects them that much over there. Huh? They just don't like moving around. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously hard for you to yeah. glass too. Desert sheep don't like the wind. Yeah. Nothing likes the wind, man. Yeah, especially desert like sheep. I, I, don't, I don't know of an animal that likes the wind. Muleys hate it. Elk hate it. Nothing likes it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we... Ducks like it. Maybe if you're like... Ducks, hey, ducks like hey. it. Ducks do like it. Guys that fly kites. <laughs> they they like it too. Oh, yeah. Right. Wind, wind sailors. Yeah, like the morning of day four, we hiked up to this spot and the wind was whipping so bad. Like you couldn't glass. You couldn't get a stable spot. There was no getting out of the wind because it was hitting every angle of this spot. And I, we were like standing on the top and we were doing the Titanic. Like <laughs> standing lean, into the wind. Yeah, leaning into the wind and... It's just like this is this is dumb. Like, yeah. what's, what are we doing here? Like, nothing's moving. We're just wasting our time right here. So we actually uh, got in the side by side and went back to our base camp. So it's like a two-hour drive. It's like thirty miles around this road back to base camp. And we went and we made uh, bacon burritos, mm. bacon, nice. bacon and egg burritos, and uh, refueled. Got some more gas and stuff like that. More water, more food. So we're like, Silver okay, bullets. Yeah, a little a couple. You know? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so we refueled, and uh, we're like, okay, good thing we refueled today because now we can spend another four days before we have to refuel again. So then we we're like lengthening our time. So we took advantage of the wind by being able to like reset, so, refuel, yeah. get some, get a, a, a regular meal instead of just like wasting our time looking into a, a shaky glass trying to find something that's probably not up and moving. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, smart use, the we- decision. use the weather to move. Yeah, yeah. so smart decision. that was day four in a nutshell. We. Got crushed by wind. So. Bacon and egg burritos. It's a great day for. Yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah. you get a good meal in, and you're like, all right, I'm ready to go hunt. Feel another brand, four days. Feel brand new. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Use the uh, the Clean Freak wet wipes, like body wipes, to get all the dust off you. Because when you're driving a side by side, everything's yeah. dusty. Little hooker bath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Little, little, little hooker place. bath. So. I remember one time coming back from an elk hunt, and I stopped at a bathroom in Farmington, New Mexico, in the middle of the night. 
around the corner into the restroom. Here's a guy in tidy whities taking a full on bath. Full bath, kind of like in the rash, kind of like the guy in Rome that I met. Yeah, he's yeah. got the sink stopped up, both of them, water to the top, and he is bathing with the one and sprinkling with the other one. Jeez. I was like, high five, man. <laughs> it's actually pretty smart, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. He had a system. He had yeah, to figure yeah, it out. He'd done he, it before, yeah, guaranteed. For sure. Yeah, and he did not bat an eyelash. He had shaving cream all over his face. See, I mean, this guy was doing the full thing. I was yeah. just like, oh, this guy's done the this trucker? before. Yeah, yeah, trucker. I'm yeah. sure it was trucker. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't care one bit that I was there. Anyway. The yeah. dual system sinks. Mm-hmm. Pretty smart. Yeah. Could you wash your hands? Or you have to use the same water. I, I skipped. Yeah, yeah I, I, didn't want, I didn't want to interrupt this. Like, hey man, can I borrow some water? Nope. Just, just hey, good on you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna keep rolling. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So he takes it to day five. Yep. Yeah. So morning of day five, and it's still super windy, and we're getting to this spot, and we're like, same spot we were on in day four, because we were thinking like, there's gotta be something up and moving. It's still a little windy. It's probably like 10, 12 miles an hour now, but not 20. So we're like, they've been bedded for a day and a half. Something's got to get up and move. No, nothing, mm. nothing. Not even a deer, not a doe moving, not a, yeah. It was it Even was with the wind quit? Wind quit? Yeah, gotcha. but for the most part, like if you're up high, mm-hmm. you're going to get a wind, but if you're down low, you can get out of it. Mm. And uh, we didn't see a thing that morning. And at that point, I'm like, kind of nerve-wracking. You haven't yeah. seen an animal for two days. And you'd pass some. And, so you, you're and I'd pass yeah. some, and I'm like, shoot, man, like, yeah, but in the back of my head too, I'm like, it's day five out of a 20 day if I wanted it to be hunt. So I'm like, relax a little bit. Yeah. Like you know, you still got plenty of time to find a good ram. Yeah. And uh, but you know, I'm at the, again, you're like, I gotta get back to my wife and baby. Thanksgiving's in two days. Like it's time to, to make a move a little bit. Yeah. And so then you're starting to stress. Like I remember reaching out. I'm like, should I move? Should I stay here? Should I keep doing this? Like, we haven't seen anything in this area yeah. in two days. Do we need to relocate? Like, all these things. Like, trying to figure out what we're going to do. And you're just like, man, I don't I don't know what to do. I hate that feeling. And you're sitting there like, I'm this lost. This is a really shitty you know? feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's early still, technically. I had 10 days, and it's halfway through that. But I'm like, I'm lost, man. I, yeah. I don't know where to Thanksgiving go. Thanksgiving does do. add some pressure. First Thanksgiving with a baby, too. Yeah. Like, it adds some pressure. There yeah. is something... If you're not Brady Miller, something about Thanksgiving, yeah, hunting during like, Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah, you know, well, sure. I, just that pull on your heartstring. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I should be home with my son for our first Thanksgiving, right? Together. Yeah, man. like we got two days before that, yeah, yeah. So, and then Nate made the suggestion, he's like, let's move tomorrow. He's like, all right, man, let's move tomorrow, let's give it a good once through tonight. We'll get a different angle on it. Found another glassing knob, we were sitting on, on, our, on our maps out there, and like, okay, this looks like a good knob, and it's only a short little walk from here. We ended up bumping a buck that's pretty decent um, out of that spot, but hmm. um, not hmm. anything crazy, but you know, <laughs> a buck. buck huh? Yeah, oh, a buck, right. you know. Okay. And uh, we were going to this knob, and we actually saw the first sheep that we'd seen in two days, probably another three miles away, just sitting on top of the, of this ridge, like skyline to like, that's the iconic sheep look right there. Yeah. Like just sitting out, you know, he was a really young ram, like class one ram. So we, we talk about classes of sheep, class two, one, two, yeah, three, four. Yeah, you mentioned earlier, I was going to jump on that. Class yeah. one is a young ram. Yeah. So young ram, you're like, oh, that's cool. Like they're moving, yeah. which is great. Okay, sheep are moving. Mm-hmm. We see ram, like obviously we're not going to go shoot that ram or chase that ram at all, but they're moving. So they were like, all right, finally, like we've seen an animal. So then we're glassing this one spot and uh, I'm kind of looking into the sun 
for the afternoon, which sucks, but you got to do what you, you got to do. do it. Yeah. And uh, Nate was glassing back the other way. And I remember him going, Ethan, Ethan, big ram, big ram. And he's like that. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, big ram. I was like, all right, cool. So we get over. I grab my spotter and I go over there. And you I were that calm you, about it? Yeah, I mean, I, Ethan's pretty been, calm. Dude, he is pretty calm. <laughs> yeah. Did you, also bring, you, your, did you also bring your rifle this time? I did. Mm. But as soon as I got over there, he's like, yeah, it's over there. And he pointed at this ridge. I was like, oh, cool, man. Like, <laughs> we got like an hour and a half left of daylight and it's way over there. He's like, yeah, but it's big. I was like, all right, cool. And so I, I threw the spotter up and he was actually with a U at that time. So we'd only see the U and him bedded. And as soon as I saw him bedded, I was like, Oh yeah, let's go chase that ram. Like, let's make this happen. No brainer. Yeah, it was like you you see it and you're like, that's big sheep. Yeah, let's go let's go get a better look. Because at this point we're still I think we were 2,500 yards away, and so I'm like, all right, call my dad over. Your Brady there. You only got to cut a thousand yards off. That. I know, right? Like, you only, <laughs> a little bit. you only got like 12 steps between yeah. that when you're Brady. Yeah, yeah. just doink. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so I I'd, I'd call my dad it. over because he was glassing in another spot because we spread out around this knob trying to get different area, and he looked at it and he's like, oh yeah. Let's go get a better look. So we packed up and we started jump down this ridge and behind another one so we could run. So we were running up this next ridge trying to get a better look. And we knew like if this is going to happen, we got limited daytime mm-hmm. to make this work. And uh, we kind of hugged behind this ridge. We'd pop up, see it like, okay, they're still there. Pop back down, go around. And uh, we got up and over, snuck up and over this ridge in front of them. And now at this point, we're like 1,200 and so, okay, we set up the spotter again and just to verify. And as soon as I put the spotter up, I found a ram in that area. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Like, it's not worth it. It was a small ram. And uh, I was like, oh, well, that was fun. Good to see a sheep. And uh, we're like, that looks, way, he looked way bigger from further away. Like, we couldn't figure it out. And then all of a sudden, he popped out. We're like, oh, we didn't know there was another ram here. And so he popped out and we're like, oh, yeah, okay, we're shooting this ram. And I'm like, I'm getting all giddy. I'm like, dude, we're going to do it today, you know? <laughs> and uh, so then we hiked down into this wash, and uh, I'm pretty sure my dad liked Torres MCL coming down this thing because we're trying, <laughs> to, trying to rush. And, you know, he's freaking tough as nails. So he's like, hey, just go. Like, you know, he's like, you guys need to go. Like, I'll be there. Yeah. But you guys need to go. You move faster. And so me and Nate get down to this wash, and I'm running with, you know, gun in one hand and – um I think I had the tripod in the other. It's such a blur now. I'm running through this wash because when you get down low, they can't see you yeah. down there, which is great. And we got up and we popped up. We're like, okay, now we're 800 yards and he's still there. And we actually thought we had kicked him because they got up and started moving. But we realized he was running off that little ramp. Mm. And so we're like... Had a dope in, or a U pinned up. Yeah, so that U must have just had like a second cycle or something yeah. like that. Yep. And we're like, okay, so he's kind of running off that little ramp a little bit. Mm-hmm which is great because they're not focused on us at all. And we're 800 yards, you know, sound travels that far for sure. If we mm-hmm. do something dumb, right? Yeah. And uh, like, okay, I think we can get to that spot where, you know, we can actually shoot from there, like get prone and, you know, look up into this canyon and make a shot. And we're like, all right, let's, we can kind of shimmy our way over there. And, and it's, it's last light. And it's like, if this is going to happen, we need to go now, right now. So we didn't have time to set up a digiscope. You know, I'm getting the rifle set up and everything. And uh, I got the you know, Phoenix shooting bags, that little small mm-hmm. rear rest, which is phenomenal. Um, you know, popped out the bipod, started getting a range. And uh, I turned around and Nate's already got the camera set up. He's like on it. 
I was Perfect. like, damn, dude, that was quick. Like, yeah, I'm ready to go, man. You ready? I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And uh, my dad comes walking out. He's like, you guys ready to go? He's like, I was like, yeah, we're going to do this. And uh, since we didn't have time to get a spotter set up, I tossed him the Sig Zulu 6s. Yeah. And another use case I don't think we've ever talked about as a, a use case for those binos, but he was able to call my shots because they were so stabilized. Mm -hmm. Brady just talked about yeah, it. We talked about it. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Just brought it up. Just, yeah, just did it right before you. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a, dude, it's it's a great like use case. I never thought use. of it either before no, until that no, situation. Until you're like, wow, you don't have time to set up a, a tripod to digiscope to yeah. film your shot, but you have someone there that yeah. can call your mm -hmm. shot for you. Yeah. And you jump a little bit on the gun crack. It doesn't matter. You can no. still yeah, see Yeah, you're right everything. there. Yeah. yeah. And so um, he was watching, you know, the shot. And, and uh, I was like, I got in the scope. I felt good. It's like prone as you were at the range. So I was like, this is perfect. This How is far was the shot? 730. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been practicing it almost 900 pretty repeatedly and making great shots out there. Mm -hmm. So I'll test to that. I was, uh, I was pretty confident that like this was going to happen. And, you know, I think having confidence in your setup, it's everything. Oh, it's regardless if it's a bow or your yeah. rifle. Like I, I, I knew at that point I was like, I can make the shot. This yeah. is, this is a done deal. And so dialed my, my, um, turret and, uh, took a shot and I, you know, missed a clean miss and, uh, front left, right. See it. Nothing? We had no idea. We go back and watch the film, and uh, you can't even see it in the film where it was. And my dad's like, "Miss, I have no idea where you hit." And so I didn't make any adjustments. And after that first shot, all the sheep kind of piled up. And when you're watching the video, it looks like there's the U is standing behind him when I shot, but like I'm the camera's here, I'm over here. Yeah, so in all my, perspective. In my scope, I'm like, yeah, totally clear. Clean, clean kill, right? Yeah. And so I took my second shot and. Uh, he folded up and uh i saw him in my scope drop down you see him in the in the video just you know i think i hit high uh, i definitely hit high because it shocked his spine but you just see him drop and start rolling down the hill and then he's kind of laying there and uh trying to get up and i'm like he's trying to get up i'm gonna sh yeah. shoot again so i took a third shot and you hear it crack on a rock i had missed again i think i was just all like butterflies dude because yeah. like i like Took the shot. I saw him tumble. I thought it was over. And I like, rolled over. I was like, oh, yeah, you let man. it go. Like that big sigh. Yeah. I was like, that's, we did it. It's over. Like, there's a sheep yeah. down. And uh, my dad goes, he's, he's trying to get up. I was like, rolled back on the gun. Yeah. Took that third shot. And he didn't need it. He was going down. And it was, it was, the angle was so steep that it hit lung on the inside and went out oh, the, the back top. strap on yeah. the other side. And uh, that was it, man. <laughs> what's, what's your, what, how are you feeling now, then? Like, you just, at that point, I was like, top, like best thing ever. Yeah, I was on top of the world. Yeah. Like I couldn't believe like everything. Like you put, you think about from the moment you realize you drew the tag, all the work you put in scouting, e-scouting, trying to figure out. Like you think about like the hundred and ten degree days when you're out there. Like why mm -hmm. am I here? I got a pregnant wife at home. I'm out here like scouting for not seeing anything, and you're like, it's over. And you're, yeah. you, that's you're why like, you did it. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, wow. Yeah, I'm not even at the sheep at this point. I'm like, man, yeah. we did it. Like one of those things you can't believe, right? You're just like this once in a lifetime opportunity is, is now over and you, I couldn't feel better about it. Yeah. So it was pretty special in that spot. And with your dad too. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was pictures I saw look like his face were all full of cactus. He fell through a choya. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. He ended up, he ended up falling probably like 40 yards. Um, and yeah, fell through a choy. His whole body was covered in choya, which made caping it a little, yeah, a little interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, he had choya on his, the side of his face and, um, 
I remember walking up to him and being like, oh my gosh, like that's a big sheep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't think he was that big. And like just the scars on his face, the the chips out of that one side of that horn. He's a lot of chip, yeah. And like the, ca- character. the character on it. Yeah. I was like, character, yeah. That's could, the coolest part. You about could him. tell he was mm-hmm. old, and I was like, "That's yeah. what I came to do. I came to shoot an old sheep." And yeah. And seeing him, and the, and it was dark by the time we got to him too, and like seeing him, you're like, "Wow, mm-hmm. that's what we came to do, and we did it." Yeah. And you're just standing over that. Sh- like you told me, you're like, when you walk up to that sheep, you're like. You'll never be like, I'll never do that again. Yeah. And that's it's the such feeling. a weird feeling. Like, it's man. such a weird feeling because, yeah, you you do it, right? Like you draw the tag, my excitement level, and I drew the tag too in New Mexico. And New Mexico is completely random, no points, mm-hmm. no nothing. I don't even know what my odds were to draw that tag in 2013 or whenever I drew it. It's like you get that moment, and then you do all the e-scouting, calling biologists, all the preparation, all this stuff. Then you get there. I got there two days early before the hunt to scout, all this stuff. Turned my ram up the second day. Um, couldn't kill him, turn him back up the third day after losing the rams for all. Anyways, you kill the ram and it's like you walk up to him and most other animals you kill him and it's like super celebratory, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, antelope, elk, deer, all this stuff with sheep. It is a weird, mm-hmm. like somber, like yeah. almost, yeah. I not to be weird, but like I almost got sad. Yeah. Like, you, I don't know. It's just not the same feeling. No, I kind of have a sad feeling of like, okay, well, yeah. that came and is gone. The weirdest thing too Never is that again, the know? other two sheep like hung around. Even when we got up to him, we could hear him kicking rocks above us. Yeah. We're like, let me just kill their dad. What's going on here? The leader. I actually, so my dad, uh, I was doll hunting with my dad in uh, Northwest Territories, a two-on-one. There was mm-hmm. a cancellation hunt. I went with my dad. I don't know if I ever told this story, but my dad killed the ram. The, the lead ram out of the band. There was a band of eight. And then I killed a ram, ran off, and it was the one we hadn't seen. I ended up killing that ram, so we have two sheep. But my dad's was the leader of the band. There was eight sheep total. We just killed two, so six sheep. They were circled up around my dad's mm-hmm. ram. We literally walked to 20 yards. I'm not kidding. I have just, a picture. They stared at you. And we're hooting and hollering, right? Two two yeah. dolls, a two-on-one two yeah. one hunt. You go, you know, you shoot a double on a band of rams. It was awesome. They literally let us get 20 yards. I'm not kidding. I have a picture of my dad walking in that ram. The next biggest ram is standing right there. Really? It's actually really interesting. Yeah. They it's, don't like to leave the, you know, the, the leader or yeah. whatever. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was yeah, man, it was, I remember staring at that thing. And of course we killed him on the steepest slope we'd ever been on. Even that one, like the first night where we're like, we took the shortcut. This was worse. Hmm. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So we're like. You know, we're huffing and puffing, getting up there, and we just sit down, and we're, like, staring at this thing. And, you know, my dad sits down next to me. He's like, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a hell of a month, man. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that is a hell of a, of a year, <laughs> you know? Like, Did you have that sad feeling, though, Yeah, I'm talking about? for it's sure. So weird. So, I don't know. It's hard to I think to there's pictures of me, like, like sitting there, like, just looking at the front yeah. of them, and you're just like, wow. Like, yeah. Like, bittersweet is the word, is a word, but it doesn't. It's not full of, there's more sadness than a typical mm-hmm. like bittersweet yeah. moment for at least there was yeah. for me. Yeah. It's, and it's something like, I don't think I was fully processing it, that it was yeah. over either. Like, you know, it's done. You're standing over a sheep. You, you killed a great sheep. Like I was just like, wow. Like yeah. I, I, I wasn't fully like, didn't hit me yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of just kind of soaking mm-hmm. it in, you know? Yeah. I don't know really know how to describe it. It's a weird. Did you get with that with your yeah, stand around? I, I literally like almost blacked out in a way because like I'm, I'm big on photos. I love photos. I'm there. I was going to take video on my phone and everything. I barely got any harvest photos of my Ram. 
not any photos also of just details of the horns on the ground, the body. I usually do all that stuff. Yeah. I kind of blacked out. It's Cause different. Because I'm just you're like, you're soaking up the moment, but you don't realize you're soaking up the moment. You think you're doing something normal, but you just forget everything else you've done before yeah. because of that, like you said, the somber feeling of what just happened. You're trying to soak it up. Yeah. But I'm not doing my photos that I love to do to document yeah. it. Like, it's like you're just, so- I just blanked out. You're soaking Blank. up the moment, but at the same time, you're like, that's not happening again. No, never right? happening again. And in my it's life. such a weird, you know, like I enjoyed that so much. I just got a taste of it. Yeah. And now it's gone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'll never get it again. Yep. It's yeah. weird. It's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. Just fleeting because, you know, I mean, it's a once in a lifetime. Yeah. It's, it's, you're literally never going to get that opportunity again. It, it's, it is a wild, it's a wild feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I think, too, what made it cool is like my dad will never draw that tag. He's not close to the max point. Like he's been putting in for a while, but he'll never draw that tag. That's his dream hunt. Yeah. And he got to do that with me. And that was like, it all just was there. You know, like yeah. all the, all the feels you could imagine were just there. You know? and I can tell you video. what. And that, yeah, so and I was now gonna, it's on video. I was going to bring that point up too because you were talking about cameraman. I'll, I'll start with that point first. Since, but like, yeah, hunting with a cameraman, like you said, one time a cameraman actually helps you out. It does. <laughs> it was they, a total joke. Just kidding. <laughs> well, they do, I, I was joking. But they <laughs> change dynamic though, right? Yeah. It's, it's different. For it's sure. very different. It's another person, another attitude, another, uh, what do you want to call opinion mm-hmm. in the mix? Another everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we, sure. we love the guys we hunt with, so why not talk to them and listen to them? Yeah. But they just add, it adds a, another level of not, it's not so much complexity, but like another layer to what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Now on a sheep hunt though, with your dad, you yeah. do have that now forever to show forever. your son. Yeah. And like the his, photos, he'll be he able took. to see his grandpa yeah. with you. Oh yeah. It's awesome. It's really, it's, it's really I couldn't cool. be more grateful. That's the awesome part about the there. film. Yeah. yeah, those are phenomenal yeah. sheep photos, by the way. Like, really good. <laughs> he did a really even, good when, job. even the dark ones, like mm-hmm. at night and everything. Like, he did a really good job. Great yeah, photos. I have yeah. cell phone pictures of my sheep because oh, I didn't yeah. bring a cameraman. Yeah. So I'm jealous of that. Are they selfie? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I had no Vince. Was, yeah, you know, I know. Kid. Yeah. Just tried to prop, prop him up on a rock as best we could. Yeah. Um, but the other side of that, too, is like your dad, you're really close with your dad. Yeah. And having sons, and I'm sure you could mm-hmm. probably relate the same way here, and you. I don't know if your son's old enough now, but man, if I, I would rather watch my son do it, even if it was oh, my sure. dream hunt. Yeah. I would actually rather, and my son's only four years old. My other one's only four weeks old. Yeah. But like I, I already know if it was a dream hunt for me, I would rather watch them do my dream hunt than mm-hmm. me actually um, do it myself. I'm sure he'd totally agree. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the best of all worlds yeah. for your dad. Oh yeah. You got sure. to go on the hunt. Yeah. But he got okay. to watch his son do it. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh yeah. What, so you, you, you pack it out, you get it out. What's the check-in process like after that? It's cool. So like when I went down to that hunter's clinic, mm-hmm. um, Game of Fish is there. Yeah. And they give you this packet and it's the the flu. Um, yep. The flu swab. test. The swab. Mm-hmm. And so they give you that swab and they're like, hey, if you can do the field thing, great. Like yeah. that's super helpful. Uh, but it's mandatory check-in anyway. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to do it when you get there anyway. But I, you know, they give you the kit. So I nasal swabbed them, packed them out. You know, they write down the coordinates and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we go to Game and Fish down in, in Yuma, and um, they were super cool. I remember calling them, um, and they're like, you know, what? who are you, what unit, what tag, and you tell them all the info so they can kind of prep for you. And uh, I remember calling them, and the lady was like, oh, the Kofas, nice. I was like, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, it is nice, you know? And uh, But, yeah, you get there, and you, you meet the biologist. You kind of drive around back, and... And you just pull them out, you put them on the table, and they get to work. And 
Um, were they cool? Were they like super cool. Into hunting? Oh, yeah. Like, not like, like, that's one of the funnest yeah. fishing game encounters there is on planet oh, yeah. Earth, is to well, bring in a sheep. And then I could well, ask all the questions all so I wanted. Cool about like, yeah, when I worked at Game and Fish, we plugged, I plugged a lot of sheep, and they'd, they'd come in. Everybody would go up and look so at fun. them. It was so fun. Yeah. It was like one of the... It was a little afternoon treat when somebody yeah, would bring like in a campfire sheep. story, but yeah, you it, hear the whole story. Yeah, you know they talk that all the hunters are super excited. You know, yeah. you get to I measure, have measure all kinds of pictures of my check-in in New Mexico. Yeah. I, oh, that yeah. was one of the most enjoyable things. Was yeah. like, what happened? Like, yeah, how was it? What, did you have a good hunt? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're the guy that called it. that biologist. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're super cool. And the biologist I had, he was um, he was super knowledgeable because I was asking him like, so my sheep, you can see under that horn that's broke, he's got a real soft spot, almost looks like a scar. And I was asking him about it. He's like, I was like, it's soft though. It's is that scar tissue? And he's like, no, that's um, early signs of that sinus, sinusitis. Sinusitis, yeah. Yeah, I can't ever say it right, but um, he's like, that's why that it right, that horn is so broke because he's trying to rub that horn off, and that's how you itchy. get those those yeah. one horn rams. Mm. And so he had early signs of that, and he's like, yeah, man, you you killed an old sheep. Like, this is what you're supposed to do, you know? How old is your sheep? He was eight. Yeah, so he For aged deserts. eight years old, and. Uh, and the cool thing is they, they tape it there for you. And so I, had, I hadn't put it on tape on him yet. And mm-hmm. like, I had my thoughts. I was like, yeah, like I killed him. I knew he was old. I didn't think he was going to be the score that I, he ended up getting because of that chip. I was like, yeah, he's going to drop it. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's old. He's got character. Like this is, this is great. And they put a tape on him, man. And he scored much better than I thought. It's awesome. So hmm. yeah, he looks yeah. heavy. Can we say his yeah. score? Yeah. 165 and seven eighths. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's 166. You can't seven eighths an animal. That's, <laughs> no, that's criminal. Yeah. So. I can get an eighth of an inch. Out of yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. When Calvin's done with him and the Euro, yeah. we'll, we'll tape him again when we get him back here. Well, this, this is so, the so other. You, you're, you didn't cut his horns off. You, no, you're I, actually, I didn't you're just, do. You're going to do a, are yeah. you doing Euro? You're going to do a cape him out? I'm going to do a pedestal. You're going to pedestal him yeah, out? Yeah. So we caped him for shoulder and uh, packed that out and. I was going to get there, and, and the other thing I didn't realize is how thin their, their oh, hide yeah. is. Yeah, they're thin. And so, like, I poked a hole under the under the throat there, and I just, after that, I was like, I don't really know. I, don't, I, I think I'm just going to keep them cold and then take them straight up to, to Calvin up in, in Utah. And um, so that was, like, that's what I did. I brought them to that, and yeah. they were super cool. And Did you know going into it you were going to mount it? I knew I wanted to do a shoulder mount. Um, and then it was when I was talking to Calvin cause he was actually in town for Thanksgiving. And so he came by the house that morning, morning of Thanksgiving, great taxidermist, right? And he comes <laughs> by your house and he's willing to take the, the hide off he's the amazing. face for you. And, um, he was telling me, he's like, you can always, you can always take a pedestal mount to a shoulder, like a wall mount, but yeah. you can never go from a wall mount to a pedestal. And I thought that I might want to do a pedestal on it one day cause it's once in a lifetime tag, mm-hmm. like yeah. once in a lifetime mount. And so I was like, all right, cool, man, we'll do a pedestal then. Yeah, and uh, is yeah. it crazy how heavy their heads are? It's wild. That's the one of the most bizarre. You compare thing. it to the amount of meat you get off that body because yeah, there's dude, not. They're, yeah, there's they're like not no that they're ninety percent head. Yeah, they're all like they're crazy. All guts and head. Like, yeah. yeah, even the the meat you got get off of it. It's like the amount of a coos deer. Yeah, maybe a little bit more than a coos deer, but like they're pretty skinny. Yeah, real skinny. And yeah. then the head is just. It's heavy. It, I mean, yeah. Matt 30, 40 pounds. And, and they're legit heavy. Yeah. Like you yeah. pick those things up, you're like, how in the world is this thing carrying the, yeah. these around? Yeah. Strong neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing about their cape, too, is not only are they thin-skinned, they're short-haired, too. Yeah. So, like, any little mistake in there yeah. doesn't look well, and he Well, when he fell, too, he, like, clipped the back of his neck, and he's got a big old gash in the back of his neck. Like, yeah. he fell hard, which is good, but, yeah, you know, kind of. But he was like, oh, man, I can sew that. I was like, thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's a good dexter. Yeah. Yeah. 
How's the meat tasting? Pretty good. Try some already? I, I did a little backstrap on Thanksgiving, and uh, I actually got to get the our um, grinder and mm. grind it up this weekend is my plan. But yep. um, yeah, the backstrap, it was pretty good. You're going to grind the backstraps and loins like Brady does? I was no. going to just ask, no. Brady, but if, take you, the heart if, and if you the killed liver a sheep, and, would no. you grind the whole thing? <laughs> well, all he eats is burger. I'm so. just, just I mean, asking. I, I, I love some, let me some burgers and just, some sticks. Just floating it. Why not? the idea. Yeah. Why not? Maybe take one backstrap and I'd eat it in camp and then maybe grind the rest. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have. I have all the backstraps staked out and then I'll grind the rest and make burger and sausage and stuff. I loved the meat. I thought it was great. It's like, it's almost kind of sweet. Yeah. Like, that's That's the taste I got out of it. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I went through it so fast. I didn't expect it to be that good. Like, all they eat is cactus. You know, it's kind of sweet. Yeah, you're right. Right. I've I've had some cactus jelly. It's pretty good. Pretty sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They taste, I thought they tasted really good, but just like you said, the amount of meat. How often do you get to taste a bighorn sheep? Yeah. Not very, right? Yeah. Like it's one of those things like you don't get to hunt, you don't really get to taste either. (laughs) Yeah. So no one really knows what they taste like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. I, 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 I wanted to just hear it from, you know, the horse's mouth, if you will, because I was curious in what it's like to actually hunt sheep. It, I would say. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's, hard, it's supposed to fun. be, I think, It right? is supposed to be hard. Yeah. 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 I think it lived up to everything that I hoped it would be for yeah. you, oh, for, yeah. for me hearing it. So I appreciate you coming on and yeah, talking man, about thanks it. For, thanks for having me on here. I don't know how long we've been here for, but it feels so like a while. Two hours. Damn. Glad we could so, do it again. Time flies. It might have been a year ago to date. Around then, we did a podcast, you yeah, and Cody Nelson. Yeah, 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 talking a little. I think we were talking rangefinders. Rangefinders, some yeah. optic stuff. But yeah, I mean, like you said, though, sheep hunting should be kind of hard. Yeah, I makes mean. It makes that story. You're going to remember it a lot more. It like wouldn't be fun if it wasn't hard. Yeah. Right? Like, Share it with your dad. Yeah. It's on the, video. The, the enjoyable part for me, it is hard, but there's no people. It's not hard no because of other people overrunning you. Yeah. We all know the, you know, local yokel, pumpkin patch, like overrun with people stories. What makes hunting hard that's not enjoyable no matter mm-hmm. how you look at it. No. But when it's hard because just the animal and where they live, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Do, do we know when we might expect this go hunt film to come out? I heard a rumor about Father's Day. Oh, that'd be a good one. a great oh. idea. Which, yeah. yeah, I think Max was telling Why me Why not? That. It's a great idea. Great so idea. I yeah. think that would be a, a good fit for, yeah. you know, a new grandfather, a new father kind of thing. Have so, you, so this is your first filmed hunt. Yeah. So really quick, I want to jump on that. Yeah. Like every time I have a, a film hunt, I just like I'm itching to watch it. Mm-hmm. Are you like itching right now? Oh, like, yeah. You just want to oh, first yeah. cut? Like, you just want to see it and so like bad? Even, even talking about it today, there's like stuff that you forget. Yeah. And you're like, until you start really talking about it. But I'm sure there's there's stuff I missed today. Oh, that, sure. That yeah. happened like that how it got on film. And you're like, yeah. oh, dude, I totally forgot about that. Like, I, you, I started looking back at those films, you realize, like, dude, the camera guys are rolling all the time. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. They capture so much stuff that you yeah. for, totally forgot about. Yeah. But my, my experience with it, I've done it a fair amount now. You've been on more than me, but. It's like, but it still doesn't capture all of it. No, I you wish know? they were so like, don't three like hours you have long. to do like a hour long thing to don't, really, yeah, like, don't like know. get, don't think it's going to be everything you remembered. Cause I mean, yeah, they can it's roll not, all the yeah. time, but it's never, yeah, you can never, those internal moments that you have with yourself and all that stuff, you can never grab yeah. all of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird sure. looking at it from a different perspective as well. Cause yeah, it's, it's disconnected from it. Yeah. Mm. It's like looking at it third person. It's, yeah. it's mm. a bizarre feeling. I agree. Me, Completely agree. Anyway. Yeah. Completely agree with that. Yeah. Cool. You want to hit promo before we go? Yes. 
You're supposed to do that in the beginning. I know. You're supposed to. I, I just realized that. <laughs> now you have to listen to the whole thing to get the promo. Yeah. Yes. You know? This is going to be the best part, you know, because yeah. we're going to give you guys a kickback. Yeah. So you guys got to use promo code podcast and uh, get your 50 points back to the Go Hunt gear shop. So. No. 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 Not yet. Oh gosh! Don't get yet. it. Don't get it twisted, Cody. Get it twisted. We're close. <laughs> close. We're close. We're, we're drawn in. So yeah, like this whole thing. Like obviously, you did your research. You yeah. talked about that at the beginning. You did your time. Read some map strategies. Figured out how the tag system worked, and that's what Insiders is going to allow you to do. Oh so yeah. Pretty utilize, much everything I learned. Utilize all those system. tools we have. We have them there for a reason to help people out to try to get tags, whether it's sheep tags, antelope, cow, elk, whatever you want to do. So if you guys need yourself an insider membership, not insider ready, promo code podcast, 50 points back to the Go Hunt Gear Shop and app season's here. So best time you're to have a, have a membership. Do your research. You could be lucky. You could be even. lucky, man. There's some luck involved as well, but the research, you definitely need to do your research as well. Oh, yeah. If you don't apply, you don't draw. Yep. Yeah, I got lucky too. And that's mm-hmm. two out of four. That's 50%. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's 10 years apart, but hey. Yeah. Oh, I, no. I'd say considering sheep, it's pretty pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Him pretty and impressive. I both. Pretty yeah. damn cool. I did it before I was 30. You did it before you were 30. Yeah. Both drawn. Both mm-hmm. non-resident. Well, your lifetime residency, but... Non-resident tag, though. Yeah, yeah. and I'm non-resident. Like, pretty impressive. Yeah. So my only last question is, since you were only allowed to, or you did it because of the baby, only apply for one animal this year, you can apply for everything this year now? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, I've already got an OTC tag for Arizona, oh. so I'm planning August. Did you that. get a heavy tag too? I did. I have a January. I'm going in January. I'm gonna try to do that OTC thing. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't work out. I've got August for that one. Yeah. And then I did get into the Idaho pool already. You got an Idaho tag? I did get an Idaho tag. What? I did. You kept that under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So I'm I'm planning to have a pretty active year next year. Sounds so, like it. I don't yeah. even have a tag yet. Yeah. Yeah. So. Man, I'm jealous. Hashtag jelly. <laughs> Hashtag jelly. <laughs> cool. Well, cool. thanks, Ethan. We Thank appreciate you guys. coming yeah. on. Yeah. Grass again, yeah. man. Fun. Yeah. It's badass. Yeah. And we'll, appreciate it. We'll peace out until next time. Sounds good.